Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four! It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, here it is Monday, the third day of April 2023. Thanks for being here. I hope you had a good weekend. My name is Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. That is me. Happy Monday. And there's Nelson. Glad to be here. And your phone number, 916-909-0985. On the Instagram and Facebook at Listen to the BS. Listen to the BS. And, of course, always free on the Odyssey app. And the uh, podcast, you can get on thebaileyshow.com. So now that we cover all that, I uh, do hope you had a great weekend a little bit later on. If you're looking for some freebies, we've got uh, four pack of tickets to Six Flags, which is very cool, especially very if fun. you got somebody that wants to, you know, like your kids are doing spring break and you want to go and, uh, and, and do it. At, like Six Flags really kind of like says, all right, it's spring break. We're going to do something different. They got like the that scary haunted zone thing going on. They got a on. scary haunted zone going on. They got actual live animal exhibits at the Six Flags. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So that's cool. Or if you're just a, an older person that likes to go creeper or spring break. <laughs> People watch. People watch. Like me, by the way. <laughs> I'm the guy at the bench at the mall that just kind of looks and watches people. So we'll have those a little bit later on uh, in the show when we do Uber Smart. So about 350 if you're looking to win a freebie. So had a great weekend. My family came in, my wife, my daughter, and her friend flew in Friday night. I got in about 1130-ish, right? So I go to the airport. This is, You got to understand, I'm coming from Atlanta, which is the busiest, one of the busiest, if not the busiest airports in the country. It's a pain in the ass. It is. It's dirty. The people are rude. Uh, it, it's even people that live there will tell you Hartsfield Jackson is a, a pain in the ass airport to go to. You got to take this plane train to get to your corridor. It's just I like the plane train. It's a mess. It's fun. I parked at Sacramento because I got there early. Shocker. I parked and in five minutes I was there waiting. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you the last time that I went to an airport one to pick somebody up because you usually uh, they'll just Uber. Mm-hmm. Right. But I wanted to pick them up because of how convenient it is. And, and, and I and I live in Roseville, you know, so it's still a good 25 ish minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I learned a new way. I took this road that was just there's nothing on it. And I'm just going straight. And every like quarter mile, there's a stop sign. Uh, so I get there. I park. It was very easy to park. And I'm like, oh, man, if I park, it's going to take me forever to probably <laughs> get to get to where I need to get to. I don't even know if you like, where can you wait? You know, thanks bin Laden, right? You can't wait for anybody <laughs> old school. I wa- literally walked. I took the elevator down and I was right there. And so I'm at baggage claim. And then I was like, well, I'll just wait for my baggage claim. I didn't think I could go up any farther. I could go up and there's a little area right before. Oh, nice. TSA. So the reason why I bring this up is because for those of you that remember back in the day, meeting your loved one at the tarmac, Mm-hmm. Right, the gate coming from the plane mm-hmm. into the airport, you would wait there in anticipation. And if you were a kid, you're on your tippy toes, 
You're looking over people to try to find grandma or <laughs> grandpa or whatever it is, whoever it was that was coming to visit you. It was an event. It was an experience. And there's a whole generation of kids that have no idea, nor will ever, have any idea what that's like. No, they won't, because I know for a fact that when my daughter has gone to the airport now, she has no idea what it used to be like versus how it is now. Well, when I was flying back, I had to watch the handoff of a child. So, like, I kind of overheard a little bit. It was like the uncle, thanks, Uncle Mm -hmm. Bill, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uncle Bill, he only got to go up to TSA. And that's it. And then it's, okay, here's a child. Just have that. It's not that, there's just, there's that feeling. You guys know what I'm talking about. That feeling. Bring a sign. You know, oh, which is so pretty excited. cool. So, so people don't really bring signs anymore. I saw your sign. It was too. a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Be- before we get to my sign, <laughs> when you say people don't bring signs anymore, yes, because they can't meet anyone at the airport. Actually, I did see people with signs waiting for people at baggage claim. Are you saying that back in the day people didn't bring signs? No, back in the day, people did bring oh, signs okay. because they were able to be closer. Now, you can't normally go past the baggage claim. So every now and again, if when I'm coming off the plane, I may see a person or two with a sign, but not like how it used to be where everybody had signs or these big cardboards that they decorated. People don't do that really anymore. Looking like Monday Night Raw. Exactly. That's how it used to look. <laughs> people have their dot-coms on there. <laughs> Venmo me. Well, I, I, was, I was bored, you know, so I... I went out before and had dinner by myself <laughs> and, and and like had a beer and I'm, and I'm trying to kill time. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go. Maybe their flight will get in earlier. Or I just walk around the airport. Like I had nothing. Like it was that uncomfortable 45 <laughs> right. minutes of oh. nothing to do. So I was like, I'm going to drive real slow. <laughs> which you already do. Which I already do, right? I t- took a new way. <laughs> These stop signs, like I said, every quarter mile. So I, get, I thought there was going to be more of a thing when I got there. I didn't think I was going to be able to park so easily and walk into I mean, I, I was there 45 minutes early. I'm going, right. what do I do now? So, you know, I did a reel. Okay, well, there's only so much you can do because of the algorithms, right? You don't want to do too many. Exactly. So I was like, I went over and asked the lady at the ticket counter. I said, uh, do you have a piece of paper and a pen? <laughs> well, she, she gave it to me. And, and well, I asked for a Sharpie. She didn't have a Sharpie, so I took the pen and I did one of those in order to make it bold. You go back and forth Scribbled. a lot. Scribbled. Yes. And I wrote family because I thought that was funny and cute. And I I was like, and then, and then it was because the time was going, I was like, do I stay down here and wait for them to come down the escalator? Because they're doing a little renovating right there. So I was like, do I wait for them to come down or do I go up when they're coming around the corner, they see me. So I get to them right away. So they can't see, like, they can't see me mm-hmm. before I can see them. Right. It's like, you want to see them before they see you. Oh, yeah, so you can get the good surprise. Exactly, right, yeah. So I decided to go up, upper deck. Of course deck. you did. I did upper deck. <laughs> and, I, and I got the family sign waiting for my family to come out, and they, they, I see them walking. I'm like, there they are. Oh, my God. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. You know, like Buddy the Elf, right? I'm right. Like, were people laughing at you that were already walking past you off the plane with your sign? I think people looked at me and wanted to know why I was so excited. <laughs> I'm being serious. I, I, I envisioned that. That's why I asked. They checking and, for a helmet, maybe? Right. <laughs> Is he off his leash? And there were a few people that I tried to talk to 
that didn't want to hear why I was so excited. <laughs> oh, no, I'm a little shocked about that. People are real chatty here. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I, yeah, they, they were just, you know, it was late. Okay. You know, and they were in their own little world. One girl was sleeping with her hoodie over her head, and I decided to talk to her. <laughs> she was all, she was, you know, like, you know, the, you know, the girl has like been there for a minute. And uh-huh. She's all cramped up in the chair with her feet up. <laughs> so I just, I had my earbud in, and I was listening to a video, and I laughed, and I saw her move. So I was like, oh, she's up. I was like, so how long have you been here? <laughs> oh, God. You know, he bored. Oh, no. Security. <laughs> uh, and then I just walked around, and they closed the Starbucks early, which kind of irritated me. So I was, I was, anyway, so they, they're coming around the corner, and I got family. They're very mm-hmm. excited. And I see them, and then, of course, it was uh, it was great to have my wife and my daughter here, but they surprised me with bringing Petunia, my girl, my dog. Well, they're all my dogs, but, you know, we have five small dogs. And Petunia's the little baby, you know, and, and she's, she's kind of so my, cute. She's my girl. She's my little princess. <laughs> and I, I had no idea that it, it was you were in on it, Nikki. And you almost ruined the surprise asking 21 questions. Uh-huh. You can't just ever go with the flow. You are not a go with the flow person. So I already knew the surprise. I knew they were on the way. And you're over here like, why are we paying for bags? Why I got does it cost this much money? I got rewards. <laughs> so Ray, she's like, yeah. can you get him to stop asking me questions? I'm like, I'm trying, girl. I am trying. Uh, well, so I, I get my, I see my charges on my Amex, <laughs> which is a Delta card, right? And I'm going, why are you, you shouldn't have to pay for those bags, Rachel. <laughs> and she got chippy with me. And I'm like, do you want me to talk to them? Because they, they, they should see that, you know, no, 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 no. no. I, I paid for the bags. Just go on with their life. Leave us alone. And then she goes, well, we're bringing extra bags to leave at the house. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then I start looking. I'm like, 40, 40, and 95. I was like, that's such an odd charge. Are you <laughs> sure? They- <laughs> She's texting me like crazy. I'm over here giving all my woman ex- explanations for him. She means this. This is what that means. Don't worry about it. You, you know who also knew was Aaron. Our boss. Oh, he knew too? Okay, He cool. knew. Like, everybody knew but me. <laughs> I hate that. I hate when everybody knows something and I don't know. So, anyway, Petunia's here for good. I'm very happy. I know you cried. I did not cry. Mm. I heard you I'm did. a man. Nah, you heard lies. I heard you cried. You I heard, heard lies. Tears were falling nah, nah. down your eyes. That is not true. <laughs> it's okay to cry. You were excited and happy. It is okay to See cry. Family. I did not cry in the middle of the Sacramento International Airport. <laughs> I cried at home in the bathroom. <laughs> like a man. Like a man. I held it in a bottle of vodka. A gigantic joint. Oh naked, curled up under a cold shower. Oh, my God. That's where I cried. I don't have the crying game here, dude. You're just going to have to imagine it. Yeah, that's what I was kind of channeling. <laughs> all right, Six Flags tickets uh, at the end of this hour. Also, uh, a guest, if all goes well, uh, just before 5 p.m., Ian Halperin. He is uh, he's an author of uh, the book Close the Cobain Murder, the killing and cover up of Kurt Cobain. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of the documentaries on Kurt Cobain. They're fascinating to me, at least. But he also uh, co-authored Love and Death, the murder of Kurt Cobain with mm-hmm. Max uh, Wallace. So he, like many of us, if you're a Nirvana fan, you think that Kurt Cobain. Well, you, you don't think he killed himself. No, there's way too much evidence that supports him being murdered. And Ian Halperin, all these years later, has even more evidence. Mm-hmm. So we'll have him on. That'll be very exciting. If you want to start things off, 
0985. When we return, Stockton, you got some problems with your prom, or at least 300 people do. So we'll tell you about that here momentarily. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Not letting everybody go to prom in Stockton, I guess. Edison High School. Y'all go to prom? I went to prom both, my junior and senior. Okay. Good times? I had a great time. Yeah. Didn't ever want to miss it, right? No, no, no. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. I just went to senior prom alone, so I could have missed either one of them. Oh, you're that guy. Dang. Well, you got to go to one of them, don't you? You do. I was, not, not that I'm a real winner now, but I was a loser in high school. <laughs> so it wasn't happening. So this version is better. Yeah, this is the best I got. <laughs> wow. If you can only imagine. No, I can't. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Edison High School in Stockton, there's families there that are frustrated because not all the students were able to buy prom tickets. And if you read this story quickly, it says some families are frustrated after not all students were able to buy porn tickets. Because prom and porn, if you read it quickly with a little blue highlighter over it, looks, prom looks like, no, it looks like porn. Yeah. Uh, anyway, due to capacity restrictions at this venue. So what they did was they, they so allegedly, because they have the spokesperson for the school district, they said that they did a survey. And they, I guess, asked, I'm assuming, for different venues, which one would you like to go to? Mm-hmm. And, of course, the, well, the, the venue that they picked only holds 300 people. It's mm-hmm. a limit. And the graduating class has more than 600 people. But we know what kind of survey this is. Nobody participated. And so they didn't think everybody <laughs> right. was going to go. Okay. Do you really think 600 college students are, well, I don't know, maybe prom would be different. They'd probably pay attention to that. You'd have a higher voting than, say, the presidential election, but you're, at best you're still only getting 33%. Possibly. So they're, they're pissed. You know, people are upset, and I guess rightfully so, right? You know, it's like that's half the student body won't be able to go to prom. And you're talking about kids that have already gone through, you know, the COVID years. They've missed out on at least a year of their, 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 their high school years. It sucks. I do. I feel for you guys. I really do. Uh, so they said they're actively looking to find a bigger venue. And this, this woman, Melinda Meza, Meza, the spokesperson, she said that 50 students were on the waiting list. So out of everything I just said, here's what I took away from this. <laughs> Simple math. 600 students in the graduating class. Exactly. The venue only holds 300. Really upset parents and students. And there's 50 people on the waiting list, which tells me that there's 250 people that didn't want to go to prom. That's exactly what I was going to say initially. Like, normally, whenever you're planning something, whatever number you have of people, you cut it in half because that's who actually is going to show up. But that's a lot of people not to want to go to prom. I I, I was joking with Nelson, but Mm -hmm. I agree. You've got to go for the experience to say that you at least went. There was a kid in my high. Well, this was I was he was a senior junior and I was younger than he was, but he didn't have anybody to go to prom with. And he felt like he couldn't go, but he really wanted to go. I think it was a senior year. So he took his sister. What's what's worse, going by yourself, Nelson, or taking your sister, taking your sister? You think so? Yes. As a friend, just to take your sister, take my sister. I take my sister to prom. Hey, guys, what's going on? I, I don't think he's my sister, Susan. I don't think there's anything wrong with taking It sounds weird. Dude. I wouldn't take my sibling. Like, my senior year, we didn't have dates. So me and all my girlfriends, we all went together. Just go with a group of your friends. You don't have to take your sister. It's not like you dance anyway with just the person you go to prom with. Well, does anybody really dance? You dance? I was going to say, you danced at prom? Well, we did. I don't know what y'all oh. did at your prom, but we danced. Yeah, I, I kind of just talked. 
Yeah, I wasn't going to like make my big entrance there. It wasn't like I had just sucked all of high school and that was the moment I was going to come alive. I, ne- I never knew how to dance. I, oh, I could, you know, that's what it is. Y'all don't know how to dance and neither do any of the people probably in y'all social circles. I get it. So <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> I the white crack. No, no, no. I had, no, I had no, friends no. that knew how to dance. I personally, mm. I thought I knew how to dance. They So there was a, a move. Uh-huh. I mean, this was my dance style. And they called it the Bailey dance. Oh, God. <laughs> and I thought they were putting me over like, wow, that's a cool thing. Great move, dude. Yeah. They're making fun of you. <laughs> and I quickly actually learned that they were making fun of me. Oh, my gosh. How did the move go? All right. Well, you want to explain it? Yeah. yeah I want to see this. Let's see it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I can, can explain some it. Kinda, give me something from the 90s. <laughs> like That'll get him in the mood to do the Bailey dance. Mm, let's see here. Let me... Uh, some... Is it fast? You need some fast music to do it. Yeah, that's you... so great about it. you can and you can go you can to any do it speed. Any... Maybe the feels good. You want this? Oh yeah, that's yeah. good. Okay, that is a good one. All right, so he's standing up. He's okay, shaking. So... Uh, he's just shaking. It's like he's warming up to get ready to run or like fight. Oh Have yeah. you ever seen like a guy that's like just gotten into the ring? That so, he's been a bop. Yeah. That is what it looked like. So they, they would make fun of the right hand because it looked like I was jumping rope. <laughs> oh, it did kind of. Oh, yeah. I did kind of see a jump so, rope on the right side. Go back up. And then. Yeah, the one side's jumping rope, and then the other side is just holding a straight <laughs> thumbs up. Like, this is going well. You didn't add no other step in with that or nothing? Nah, I kind of looked at it. It's very innovative, actually. It slightly <laughs> rotates. Like it spins on its axis. I, I kind of looked at it like, you know, look, I'm out there. I'm getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting my dance on, but yet I'm not tiring myself out so I can still talk. So, you know, they're not classic moves, but... You so know, you wanna, I, I just leave it all out there. So really. you want to dance and talk. You don't want to just dance. Well, and also... Kinda, well, the whole idea to dance is to pick up ladies. It also fits the bill for the fact that he likes to remain tactically aware. So if something were to have gone down during true, drum, true. he could then regulate. Very, very true. Now, I did have a group of friends that had a... Which I thought was way cool. I still to this day, I'm like... I follow everybody on social media that does synchronized dancing. I think I just, I, it's one of my like weird kind of things because I never could do it. So they had a synchronized dance and I thought that was kind of neat. And so I learned it. Did you learn it though? Yeah, you know, like house party? Yeah, give it to me right here. Okay, we paying attention. He synchronized dance. More jumping jacks. Oh, it's <laughs> jumping jacks, but the arms aren't going up. A sideways jumping jack? And the head is turning back and forth. So it's 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 right left out, left right out, right le- left out, <laughs> right left out twice, and then back single, twice single back single. It is not that complex, trust me. It is not. A lot that of cardio complex. goes into that guy. A lot oh, of cardio man. goes into that guy. This is not that complex. The problem with that dance is your eyes are down because oh. you got to concentrate. <laughs> right. A lot of concentration in that dance. Oh my God. So I see why you decided to sit down at prom and just chat. Made more sense. Well, don't miss your prom, 250 people. Find a bigger venue. because, And if you need, if it's because you can't dance, get a hold of the kid. If it's because you can't Reach dance, out to me. At, no. I, uh, what am I? Mr. Jason Bailey. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving dance lessons this weekend, this weekend only. I'm out of breath. <sighs> 
God, I thought I was in better shape than that. That Dan, you got to try that. Maybe just do that before you go to bed at night. <laughs> oh, is that a good workout to put me to sleep? <laughs> would have shake the house. You would have if like we were both seniors. You would have been like, yeah. If we were both seniors, I would have hyped you up so much. You would have been dancing all night, and that everyone dance. would have never stopped laughing. Oh, yeah. oh that's cold. Nice. Yeah. I would have hyped you up. Well, I'm, I'm a good hype girl. You're a high school bully making Not fun of the kid that's just trying to dance. I would have <laughs> just hyped you up. You would have had all the confidence well, It's like to keep a great dancing. viral TikTok moment, and you're the bully who's <laughs> shutting it down. All I wanted to do, uh, Nikki D, was dance. And you Just dance have. my pants off. That's all I wanted to do. And <laughs> you and your friends over there laughing at me. Cool. Wow. Nice to know what kind of person you were or are. A motivator. Uh, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what may have led to the Kings loss last night and who was one of the first big names to lose a blue check. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, getting learned here. Two big stories from today. Your first round of headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. News, news, news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. All right, here we go. First round of headlines, Nikki D, please. The Kings had a surprising loss to the Spurs, and it's not clear why. H1. Let's bring in Kevin John, who's live right now at the Golden One Center. And Kevin, Kings fans were excited about this matchup tonight against one of the worst teams in the Western Conference. Kevin, what happened? You know, I wish I can tell you what happened. I don't have a clue what happened to this team out here. That are the sentiments of a lot of fans. Um, that The Kings actually beat a, a record last night. They didn't clinch, but they did have the most fans present at a game. They had 18,183 fans. They were set to beat the Spurs, who right now have been on a sixth streak of losing. Um, but they pulled through somehow and still were able to beat the Kings last night. Yeah, and they, they, we'll bring this up later, but, you know, going into the playoffs, still going into the playoffs, is that the people want to go, the, the, their tickets, they're a little pricey, right? Yes. And that's just <laughs> kind of how that works. People are selling stuff. Like to go to these games. Their children, their dogs, their family members. <laughs> and Because this is a big deal, especially if in any city that you live in, if your team has been on a drought, right, a dry run for 16 years. Mm-hmm. And it finally happens. And you have been not a Fairweather fan, but a diehard. It finally happens. You want to be a part of it. Absolutely. It was electric it, down there last night. And if you don't have the money, what do you do? You sell something. You mm-hmm. pawn it. You got to sell something. So I don't know what you're selling, but maybe later we'll find out. But uh, I, I don't know if I'm passionate about anything enough to sell something of mine. Hmm. I've only had to pawn something before when I was in a tight to pay a bill. I don't think I've ever done it to go somewhere. I've only done it to stay alive. Yeah, like sell something to go on vacation. Yeah, I've or never sell, done that. sell something to buy an engagement ring, or something to that effect. Yeah, I've, uh, I've never done that. I've never done that. There's like I don't. I think it also is because there's nothing that I own of that much value that's increased in value. Like it, yeah, anything that I own, the sentimental value outweighs the the monetary value. Yeah, me too. Uh, the one time I had to do that, um, I pawned a game, a gaming system. Which one? A Wii. For what? How much? <laughs> what, what kind of bill? Would, you, know, you didn't get any more than 50 a, bucks. No, I got like 100 and something bucks for it. How old was this Wii? It wasn't very old. And I think the reason why I got as much for it is because I had the original Mario Brothers on it, one, two, and three. Which is probably worth what twenty eight thousand dollars now. I don't know, but I had it on there. <laughs> what what bill did you have to pay? My light bill. And that was how much? 
It was like a hundred and some bucks. All right. So you didn't have enough. You're a little extra and you're very sad about your Wii going. I was. I was going to go back and get it. And then I just never got enough money to go back and get it. Uh, We know what to get Nikki for her birthday or Christmas. Uh (laughs) Yeah. In fact, I think I have a couple of them at the house. (laughs) You can have it now. We won't even wait for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Second one. Go ahead. Twitter has started removing blue checks and the New York Times was first up. H2. And Callan, some are predicting that the sudden loss of verified accounts will actually cause another meltdown on the platform, maybe misinformation. People don't know who's real and who's not. So so early Sunday, uh, Musk tweeted out that the New, the New York Times checkmark would be removed. And sure enough, he took the blue check away. Um, he has some some feelings towards them about politics, things that they've said on their side about Tesla and stuff like that. So he always told them that as soon as the stuff went into effect, he was snatching their check. They said pretty much they don't care. They're not paying him a monthly fee. He can have it. Yeah, it's a it's a total shell game. One Twitter is, I mean, Instagram. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on the the demographic, right? But mm-hmm. I, I would say Twitter is a distant third, fourth, fifth. In my book, it is. I don't even use Twitter. You know, really? Ins- at all. Instagram. I mean, Twitter is great to get a hold of people. It's kind of like LinkedIn. Kind of, yeah. You know, because you can get right into their messages. I'm blue checked. I don't care about the blue check. You can take it away. It's great now if you've got a problem with a company. For some reason, they <laughs> right. tend to get back to you a lot faster. <laughs> That's the only advantage that I see. I, I don't know. Like, I don't agree with the pain of the, the thing. Not that I care about the eight bucks. I just think that. The blue check, if you get a blue check, then it should be given, like, awarded to you. Yeah, that's why I always wanted it. Like, I was hoping one day I would get one. But like, now it doesn't matter because anybody can get it if they pay for it. Well, I know. So that's, that's, why what I, all, that's my point. Mm-hmm. All the fun is gone. Yeah, it's it, the, the whole allure of the, I'm blue checked. It's like a big, you know, it's, right. not, it's not a big I'm deal I'm somebody. Anymore. I got a blue check. No. I know. I think he's lost so much money. Like, it was, uh, re, Twitter was re-va- reevaluated, and he's already it's, it's already depreciated. And so I, I don't know what this guy is doing with it. Like, I, I think something's wrong with Elon Musk, like just in general. And he's brilliant, obviously. He's worth a gazillion dollars and he's loaded and he's rich. I, I, I don't know if he's a person like I don't know if he's normal. Yeah, but is this could all, this also be him just trying to do like rich people tax tax tactics? You know, where like he's tanking one business so he can deduct all of those losses. Elon Musk to me is the kid that was bullied and picked on all throughout high school <laughs> and has held a grudge for decades. And he's finally got to a point where he can give everyone in the world a receipt. Right. <laughs> That's who Elon Musk is to me. This is all personal. Has nothing to do when you have that much money, business is out the window. Uh-huh. You know, uh, uh, what a hundred dollars is to us. A hundred dollars is a lot of money to all of us. A hundred million dollars to him is right. not. It's like a hundred dollars. Right? right. It's not a big deal, or it is a big. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it's a big receipt. He's just mad at everybody that bullied him. He's like New York Times guy. You look like Arnie. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the kid in seventh grade that picked on me. I'm going to take away your blue check. And the New York Times is like. Okay. Have it. We, we, we don't care. We were around well before Twitter and your blue check. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. Okay. Four pack of tickets to Six Flags. Need some players. Uber smart. This is where Nelson goes out, gets in an Uber, talks to the rideshare driver, and asks some real simple trivia questions. All you have to do is yay or nay. Nikki D will help you along 
the way. All right, 916-909-0985. Four-pack of tickets to Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, courtesy of Six Flags Discovery Kingdom. I don't know if we needed to put that twice in here, but that's fine. Exclusive after-hours event for the bravest souls of the terrifying clown underground haunted house, scare zone, and select rides. Additional fee. Tickets on sale now. Sixflags.com slash Discovery Kingdom. But they're free to you if you win. Yay or nay, the Uber driver's answers. That's all you got to do. 916-909-0985. Uber Smart here next. The BS on 98 Rock. All right, welcome back. It's 98 Rock. You're listening to The BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. That's me. There's Nelson. Mm -hmm. We got tickets to Six Flags, actually four of them. So like you and three friends, if you can find three friends, can go to Six Flags on the house and Discovery Kingdom, uh, exclusive after-hours event taking place, all in time for spring break, which is very, very exciting. So we're going to do Uber Smart. Got some players. Is this Selena and Sack? It is. Yes, it is. Hi. 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 Hold on. Let me get your competition. Is this Dustin and Sack? Yes, it is. How are you, sir? I'm good. How you guys doing? Good. Great. Top of the world. Selena, did you just start following me on social media? I did. Yeah. I was Heck like, because yeah. I, I, that's yeah. not how you spell Selena. And then Nikki D comes in and goes, yes, it is. <laughs> I said, okay. Well, that's cool. Yes. I got a new friend here in town. Awesome. All right. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, here's how this works. Nelson spends his hard-earned money. He gets in an Uber. And while he's driving nowhere, he asks really basic trivia questions to the Uber driver. All you have to do is yay or nay if they're going to get it right or if they're going to get it wrong. Nikki D is going to help both of you out. Whoever has the most points at the end of the segment won the tickets for Six Flags. If you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, obviously that point goes to your competition. Does everyone understand? Yes. Yes. Excellent. Selena, you're going to be going first. Either way, let's meet our Uberist. Go ahead, Nelson, please. What's your name? Angelica. Angelica, besides driving for Uber, what do you do? Um, Part-time I work at a little hookah lounge. Okay. So hookah, is that like, uh, is that the funny stuff in there or is it just regular like tobacco? (laughs) What's that? Uh, hookah is just flavored tobacco, which is called shisha. How old are you? I'm 24. 24, and are you born and raised in the SAC area? I'm born and raised in SAC. What's your favorite movie? Shoot, my favorite movie of all time would have to be Holes. That's always been the family movie. Every time we have family movie night, that's the go-to movie. Tell me something interesting about yourself. Um, I love to skateboard, longboard, roller skate, and I'm basically a night owl. Did you talk to this person through a drive-through window? No, we were just standing. Did outside. you get a job at In and Out Burger no, and decide to interview the next Uber driver? No, I did not. Okay, <laughs> just checking. It. Did you all hear that? You got a good grip on Angelica. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So, Selena, you're up first. Here's the first question. It's uh, give me a one. Can you name two of the five Great Lakes? All right. Can you name two of the five Great Lakes? Nikki D, Selena. The answer would be, of course. Just two. Nikki, I'm right um, here I'm talking to you. So there's a great lake in Michigan. Okay, that'd be yes. one. Yes. And then. Uh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. What about you, Selena? Um, man, um, hold yeah, on. It's okay. You don't have to know. This is painful. I, I, I mean, Ontario? like. Ontario is another one. Very good. No, we got two. No, we did not. I said the first one. She got two. 
I got the first one. She got the second one. Okay. So teamwork. Haran, Superior, Erie, Michigan. Those Erie. Are, yeah. yeah, Erie. Yeah. Okay, so we're just looking for two. You don't have to tell me. You just have to tell me yay or nay. Angelica <laughs> is going to know two out of the three Great Lakes. All right, Selena. If I drew nay. a blank, I'm going to say nay for uh for the, for the person here because yeah, I, don't I think, think she nay get too. In. Nay. No. Nay. No. Really. Nay. You make it sound like it's the hardest question in the world. Neither one of us can just rattle off these. Like, well, Selena's and her favorite movie of holes. I don't think she's gonna know. Selena's busy. That's why she's not thinking straight. She can't name them. I don't know what your excuse is. <laughs> All right. So nay, nay on the Great Lakes. Let's find out. A two. Um, Lake Michigan. And. Uh, Folsom Lake. You got one of them. The Great Lakes are actually Lake Huron, Lake Ontario, Lake Erie, Lake Superior, and Lake Michigan that you know. Lake Erie. I've heard that one quite a few times. How old is this girl? She's 24. Oh, okay. She sounds what did like you a record baby. her on? The same thing I always record everyone on. Well, is it a child's toy? No. It's not the thing I gave you. No, because the one time I did that, I got in trouble for the audio that I used last what, time. What is it that you're using? I use my phone like uh, oh, our friend is... from Mexico told us to do. Nah, well, he did it differently. So Anyway, you get a point, Selena. Nicely done. Nice. Thank you. All right. Dustin, here we go. Yes. Next, next one. Uber Smart B1. What was the name of the file sharing company sued by Metallica? Uh, what is the name of the file sharing company sued by Metallica? You know that, right, Dustin? Uh, what was it, Napster? Well, I'm sorry, say that, say that again? What was it, like Napster or something from back in the day? Yeah, Napster back in the day, that is correct. Yes, absolutely. Will Angelica know Napster? Nay. Nay. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Dustin. I do not think Angelica will know that. She thought Folsom Lake was one of the Great Lakes, so I'm going to go with nay. Well, at least she had an answer. You didn't I even have an answer. I had an answer. I got one right. Thank Did you. you know Napster? I, I was drawing a blank, but I know Napster. Yes. Are, are you on drugs today on today's show? No. Did you take narcotics? <laughs> no. Okay. You're gl- glassy-eyed over there. All right, so no on Napster. Let's find out. B2. Napster? Napster. Oh. I, I asked my, my 15-year-old sister, I was like, Nana, how do you burn a CD? She's like, you set it on fire. I was like, ayos, mios. Ayos, mios. All right, there you go. Uh, you did not get that one, Dustin. That point goes to Selena. Dang it. Would you like her? All right. Now, uh, Selena, the board goes back to you, so you can take a big old lead. If you take this big lead, let me just tell you, uh, Dustin, it's going to be tough for you to come back. But it can be done. I can tell you that. It can be done. Here's the next one. C- uh, C1. What is the name of the actor who played Jack in Titanic? What is the name of the actor that played Jack in Titanic. Selena, do you know the answer, Nikki? Oh, I'm sorry. I know the answer. Okay, who is it? It's Leonardo DiCaprio. Very good. Hello? Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. So do we think that Angelica? Angel- Everybody knows Titanic. And if she knew Napster, I feel like she's going to know Leonardo DiCaprio. So I'm yeah. I'm leaning toward yay for this one, Selena. Yeah, I agree. Yay. Yay. All right. So because she knew Napster, trying to understand the logic, she... New Napster, she'll know Leonardo DiCaprio because they were around the same time. No, because she knows about CDs, she knows about movies, she knows about that yeah. entertainment. Oh. Yeah, okay. Leon- Yeah, and he likes to take naps. No, because he's very famous. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so yes on Leonardo DiCaprio, correct? Yes. Okay, let's find out C2. Um, uh, 
what's his name? Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Nailed it. Leonardo DiCaprio's correct. There you go. Nicely done. You got Leonardo DiCaprio. All right, Dustin, we do not need a, a clean sweep of you, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. All uh, right. So you got to get this next one right to stay in the game. Uh, Uber smart. Give me D1. This former president found humble beginnings as a simple peanut farmer. This former president found humble beginnings as a simple peanut farmer. Nikki D, that answer is what? Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Very good. He was the peanut guy. <laughs> you thought I didn't know it. I, no, I did not. That's why I asked <laughs> yes, you. you did. I didn't ask Dustin. I knew you knew that. <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Will Angelica know Jimmy Carter? No way. No, I'm going to say no to Dustin. <laughs> Okay, so if she doesn't know any of the Great Lakes, but she knows Napster and she knows Leonardo DiCaprio, she's definitely not going to know Jimmy Carter. I don't think she's going to no. know the presidents. It, the presidents are hard. <laughs> they are. <laughs> okay, so no on Jimmy Carter. Let's find out. D2. Abraham Lincoln. He's the only one that I know. Oh, wait, actually, I know Teddy Roosevelt. Wasn't he a president, too? Oh Teddy Roosevelt was the president, yes. Not the president we're looking for. Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Jimmy Carter. I've never heard of Jimmy Carter. Wow. See what I mean? Presidents are hard. The you guy's unstoppable. Know. He won't die. He's uh, He's been in hospice for, they thought he was going, what, like a week and a half, two weeks ago. He's, and yeah. he's still here. He's a beast. Hanging on. He's like, next thing you know, he's going to get up and go build a house. Yeah, right. With that Habitat for Humanity stuff he does. All right. Dustin, nicely done. At least she didn't get clean swept. But Selena has the board. And if she gets this right, Selena, you get the tickets to Six Flags. Simple stuff. Here we go. E1. How many zeros are there in the number one billion? How many zeros are in the number one billion? Nikki D, that's easy, right? Nine. 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 Oh, oh, you're agreeing with her. Yeah. You knew it, though. I was about to say eight, but I'm going with nine. (laughs) I was counting real quick. Selena, did you have to do that? Like, were you in your fingers? You're going one, two, three, four. No. You just knew that? No. Yeah, because there's six in a million. Of course. Yeah. Nikki, you knew that, right? Yeah. How many many are in a ten? One. Yeah, there you go. Very good. (laughs) You tried to get me. My brain was too fast for you. Oh, super speeds. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain has got that fiber internet. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, okay, nine is the answer we're looking for. Will Angelica, the Uber driver for Uber Smart, know nine? Yay or nay? I'm thinking nay on this one, Selena. Yeah, I'm thinking nay, too. Yeah, you knew it pretty quickly, but I really didn't. I don't think she will know. I don't know about Angelica either. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No on, nay on nine, correct? Nay. Nay, okay. She won't know nine, yes. Let's find out. E2. Uh, You got three, six, nine. Oh. Final final answer. That's absolutely correct. Woohoo! Damn it. Counting through it and everything. She okay. got it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so, Dustin, can I get an applause, yeah. please? What do you want the applause? She was. She said it was going to be. Just play it. Just trust me on it. Just play it. Thank you. Appreciate it. 
Dustin, if you get this one correct, you'll tie it up, and then it'll again be in Selena's hands. And you can continue to kabuki her all you want. Here we go. Next one (laughs) for Uber Smart F1. The fruit of the same name as this bowl game has been known to be thrown at this Miami area football bowl. (laughs) Do you run out of words at the end or something? Well, I just, yeah, I started to figure out I was uh, walking myself into a circle there. Well, yeah, why don't you write them down before I did write it down, though. That's just it. The fruit of the same name as this bowl game has been known to be thrown during this Miami area football bowl. It's horrible English. A peach bowl? No, that's the wrong state. Yeah, because oranges. Yeah, oranges. Because why? Because Florida's an all for oranges. There you go. Again, that Brain. fiber is so fast over there. <laughs> all right, so we're looking for oranges. Dustin, for the tie, will Angelica know oranges? Oh, uh, I don't no. think she will, Dustin. I don't think she will either. So I will I go nay on this one. Nay. Nay. All right. No, she's not going to know oranges. For the tie, Selena, do you think you're about to win Six Flags tickets? I hope so. Yeah. All right. I'm sure I Dustin, really do. I'm sure Dustin yeah, I does I'm not. Thinking, yeah. Yeah. All right. Nay, nay on oranges. F2. An apple? I have nay. no idea, but apple's the first thing that came to my head. Those are the orange bowl. Darn. 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 All right. All right, Dustin. You've done the almost impossible. You've gotten three in a row. Came back. Came back, tied it up. Selena, once again, it is up to you. Okay. All right, Dustin, you sit back and just see what happens to Selena. This is the last question for all the marbles. Uh, G1. When it was first released, Facebook was only available to whom? Ooh, when it was first released, Facebook was only available to whom? College students. That is correct, yeah. <laughs> college students. I know that because my cousin was in college and he had Facebook and I couldn't get it. Do you know what college? Only one college could get it? At first, it was only for one college. Have you not watched the social network? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, Do you want to take a guess what college it was? Uh, Harvard. Very good. Look there you that. go. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Dot edu. <laughs> ooh, ooh. All right. Uh, college students is what we're looking for. Selena, yay or nay for the win? Will Angelica, our Uber driver for Uber Smart, no college students? No. Uh, wait a minute. I think she oh. might know this one because she's young. And I'm sure she knows social media stuff. So I would say yay. Now, these are your tickets. You got to go with your gut. I would say yay on this one, though. She's really young. She is young, and I think she will know social media stuff. So I'm going to say yay, but it's up to you. How long has Facebook been out? A long time. Um, 2000, well, I can't. A long time. (laughs) What are you thinking? I want you to I want you to go what you want to go with. I'm just giving you my advice, which is I think she will definitely know this Facebook question. No, I don't think she will. Okay. All right. So you are Selena saying nay on college students for the win. Yes. Going against everything that Nikki D believes in. (laughs) Okay. Final answer, correct? Yeah. 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 Here we go. No, Angelica will not know college students for the win. G2. To college. Uh, 
my students. Nailed it. Thanks, Wow, Dustin. Dustin came back from a 3-0 deficit. And won. And won. Selena, we'll have these tickets all this week. All right, so call, call us back again. We'll do another game. We'll play again. You're a very lovely person. I'm sorry you Thanks, lost. Guys. All right, we'll see you. Uh, Dustin, right. congratulations, sir. Nicely done. All right, thank you, guys. Yeah. Four pack of tickets, Six Flags Discovery Kingdom. Tickets on sale now, sixflags.com slash Discovery Kingdom. They're yours for free. Hang on, my friend. Thank you for listening. There we go. Sometimes you got to listen to old Nickster. I be knowing what I be talking about. Who's the Nickster? The Nickster, me. Oh, Nickster. <laughs> Where, where's that come from? Sounds like a dude's uh, name, though. Yeah, I don't, That's what I call myself when I'm extra smart. Okay, well, that's why we haven't heard it. <laughs> <laughs> God, he's good. Uh, If you missed the beginning of the show, I briefly told you about our guest coming up here in about 40 minutes or so. Uh, Ian Halperin is his name. He's an author, and he's pretty much flat out saying not only did Kurt Cobain, of course, front man for Nirvana, not commit suicide, he's got proof. So we'll tell you a little bit about that because there's a lot of celebrities, and if you want to get in on this while we have time, that you don't believe are dead. Or don't believe they killed themselves. I'd like to hear your reasoning. I buy into the Kurt Cobain thing, 110%. Because I like this Ian guy. I've seen all the stuff. Mm. You know, I mean, he knows more than I, of course, but I've seen all the documentaries. It just doesn't add up. 916-909-0985. Is there a celebrity you don't believe is dead or did not commit suicide? Who was that? It's the BS on 98 Rock. I'm assuming this is uh, in the news because we're coming up on the, what would it be, 29th anniversary of Kurt Cobain's death. God, has it been that long? April 5th, 1994. Do you remember where you were when you heard it? How old were you? Uh, I was 12, and I oh, wasn't okay. really into cool music then, so I didn't really like pay attention to it to, after the fact. I'll never forget walking in to my college dorm room in Wingate, North Carolina, Sitting down, turning on my 13-inch Walmart special television, watching MTV, breaking news as Kurt Loder came on to announce that they had found Kurt Cobain dead after uh, allegedly killing himself, putting a shotgun in his mouth. So this 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 author that we're going to have on here at the end of this hour, Ian Halperin, he's got this book out that explains that that's not true at all. Now. I, I used to like being a conspiracy theorist because no one else was, but times have changed. <laughs> Everybody's a conspiracy theorist every, now. So I always like to try to do the opposite of what the <laughs> masses are doing. So now I just believe everything I hear because not everybody does. <laughs> Whatever irritates somebody, I'm going to do it. So that's why I usually do the opposite. Uh, on this one, I'm conspiracy theorist all the way. I don't believe that Kurt Cobain killed himself. If you've seen any of the documentaries, you know, and Ian will talk about this later. He's got more information, but the the simple stuff, especially for those that have, have watched any of these, the amount of drugs that were in his body were obscene. There's no way he could have handled a shotgun. The placement of the shotgun on the ground afterwards would not have dropped there. Also, there was something with his shoes, and I forget what it was. Uh, but then you go, okay, so who killed him? And it depends on which documentary you watch. Right. There's one from the French guy who's crazy. 
Have you seen that one? I haven't seen the French one, no. I've, well, it's not It's not in French. Well, I get you, but the French the director, I haven't seen that. Yeah, one. whoever this the guy, he's just, he's nuts. He's, like, he's got so much energy. And he's going through at Aberdeen, Seattle, just talking to everybody. He's just running around. He's with a camera by himself. Here, to talk to me about it. And in the there was the idea that there was this this mean looking lead singer of some, you know, like metal thrash punk band or something that was hired to kill him. But hired by who? Courtney. Courtney. A lot of people mm. think that she had a lot to do with it. One man even said that she tried to offer him fifty thousand dollars to kill him. I just she's feel a like suspect. I just feel like she was such a mess back then that I that she wouldn't be able to do it successfully and get away with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think she has anything to do with it. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It's but. always the people that's closest to you when any of any of this stuff happens. So I don't know why y'all are like, oh, I'm ruling this out. Well, just because we're talking about everything else that we know nothing about. Right. <laughs> right. Saying, that's the whole point of the story is to speculate. Uh-huh. They're the number one suspects all the time, so I don't think it's far fetched. But that's why it's too easy. I feel the same way in this in this situation. It's too easy. But she also did something very uh, questionable by doing a missing persons report and saying she was his mother instead of saying she was his wife. Why would she do that? Well, that's an accident as a lot of people make. No, it's not. <laughs> I would say heroin, probably, is why she did that. But, everything on but, drugs. but he was missing. He was missing for three days, right? Three or four days. Yeah, he was missing, but it's the fact of her pretending to be somebody else. Why? I want to talk to the electrician that found him if he's even still alive the lead detective on that case the this story affected him to the point where he quit the force and became a private detective and i still believe to this day is trying to uh gather evidence to reopen the case because he doesn't believe that he killed himself either talk about getting engrossed in your work so he got obsessed with this case well that that's why it's it's so interesting to people especially in, in the rock community is you know there's there's no argument that Nirvana was the game changer of rock music in the early 90s, right? You right. know, a lot of people like to blame Nirvana for the killing off of hair metal. That's not the case. You're wrong. Guns N' Roses killed off hair metal, all right? Mm-hmm. And then Guns N' Roses had their really short run. Right. And then grunge became a thing uh, and then just dominated the, the, the early to mid-90s until it fizzled out and then pop became a thing and then you got the boy bands and all that kind of stuff. But the Kurt Cobain thing, you know, I mean, they he hated the fame. He didn't want the money. And, you know, there's all the rumors that, you know, the band was, he was killing the band afterwards and there was some dissension in the band and people weren't happy and this and this and that. There was too much money to be made. So the idea of somebody else that had something to do with the band maybe had something to do with his death. Who knows? Any other... Artists that are, are gone that you, you don't think are, are actually gone are all living on the same island with Elvis? <laughs> My number one artist is is Tupac. And it's just, I listened to his Machiavelli album, and there's just no way a person could have predicted mm-hmm. so accurately how they're going to die. And then it, they die exactly that way. That that was just too much even for me. Even listening to it, you get chills. Like, there's no way he knew this if he didn't have something to do with the planning of it. So you're trying to tell me that it's impossible for a guy that is in the gang life to predict that he's going to get shot? No, not that he's going to get shot. <laughs> wow, like he's a visionary. Every little thing. <laughs> no, he, I, I believe that it's something more to his death, and I don't. 1,000% believe that he's dead. I really don't. That's like a fighter pilot in World War II predicting that his plane's mm. going to get shot down. <laughs> no. And then coming back and everybody going, you must be the second coming. <laughs> You're a prophet. 
No. Is that was that? I don't even know what he, what did he say. <laughs> it was so many different things that he said. He he said. I think even where he was going to be, like the amount of bullets, um, who shot him. Like he said all kind of things on that album. He talked about afterwards being on an island, where the island would be at. That's what Machiavelli, I think, even means. It's like an island name or something. He he said so much stuff on that album. I thought Machiavelli was from the Bible. Something like that. Like but it's he, rebirth. I thought like, it was a. I thought it was a berry from South America that helped you lose weight. No, <laughs> no it, it, Machiavelli came back from from the dead. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But it's it's just so many different meanings that was in it. I I forgot all of them now. But so he's on an island. I think he's on an island, mm-hmm. and nobody more than him. enough money just by himself on an island. Do you know how many islands are deserted that you could go? I understand that, but you need to up? Eat, yes. you need to eat every once in a while. So somebody's got to bring him food. They don't know it's him. You think he's over there like, hey, I'm Tupac, bring me food. No. Well, I would think that after all these years, somebody that's bringing him a, you know, oh, you gotta have... soda pop is going to go, you look a lot like Tupac. <laughs> somebody needs to check this guy out on this island. All you got to <laughs> have is a tight-knit camp that can keep their mouth shut, and we've already seen that that's possible, so. All right. Well, you can believe that. I definitely I'm, do. I can't sit here and tell you not to believe that. So there's nobody you believe might still be alive. Yeah, Kurt Cobain? Oh, no, he's not alive, but... Oh, alive? Yeah. No. Um, no. Because I've never believed the Elvis thing, but they're they're all dead. Okay. It's just the way they died, right? There's nobody yeah, alive. Yeah. What about who was the who was the one that got pushed off the boat? Like Christopher Walken was on the boat, and the girl got pushed off the boat, and it was like oh Natalie. Um, yeah, Natalie Wood, right? Natalie Wood, yeah. Is that was that a a cover up? That was a cover up. But she's dead. Well, I know she's dead, but that's what I mean. Like it wasn't an accident. Back then, you could cover it up if you're. <laughs> she tripped. Oops. You know. well, I should say it was a lot easier to cover it up if you were rich and famous then. <laughs> yes. We didn't have all the forensic stuff we have now. Now, now we're buckling down on you guys. <laughs> you do something wrong, we're going to indict you. <laughs> we're going to put you in the put you in the big house. Mm-hmm. We're going to send everybody to jail. It's going to be one big celebrity jail. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. <laughs> uh, anyway, stick around for that conversation we'll have with Ian. And about uh, 25, 30-ish minutes. All right, second round of headlines. Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to tell you what well-known scammer may have been located and the newest plastic surgery trend in men. All right, two big stories from today. Please pay attention to get your headlines here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Here we go, second uh, round of headlines. Two big stories from today. Nikki D, go ahead. An infamous scammer may have been outed. H3. Scams cost Americans roughly $50 billion every year. The Better Business Bureau estimates they affect one in four homes. ProPublica, which is a nonprofit newsroom, they do a lot of stories and investigations. And one that they've been on a long time is known as OBN. And it's one of these... Um, scamming programs that gets your account shut down when you're on Instagram. And the way that they work is they'll hack into your account, post something inappropriate, then they flood Instagram with saying you have something inappropriate on your account. And, of course, you get banned or they'll take it from you. Once your account's taken, then they request money from you to pay them in order to get your account back, which in some cases you may or may not get it back. 
Oh, that's actually kind of clever. So in this investigation, they think they've oh. tracked down the main person who's behind this, which is a 20-year-old named Edwin Martinez, <laughs> who lives at home <laughs> with his mom in an apartment. Shocker. 13 miles uh, from the North Vegas Strip. Wearing his boxers, eating yeah. Cheeto, got Cheeto <laughs> dust all over his fingers. Some mm-hmm. fat kid that's got no life. So he he put these posts up sometime bragging about having done X, Y, or Z. And now that they've kind of cornered him and said, we think you're doing it, he said it's not him, but he's in, affiliated with them is what he's saying. I wonder if there's some type of rush. You know, th- th- this generation, th- th- this kid, this 20-year-old kid, that generation's a lot different than my generation. Like our idea of a rush is two totally different worlds. Mm. You know, we go outside to get our rush. Oh, yeah. right? Right. So I'm wondering if... These hacker type kids, no lives, no no girls, nobody likes them. They're they're lonely, and mm-hmm. they bring a lot of it on themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't talk to me about having you know family problems, because <laughs> you're not going to win that debate with me. You know, so they, they've got nothing else to do other than to ruin other people's lives on social media. Now, give them credit that they're smart enough to do it, but I'm wondering if it's a rush, like they get these endorphin jump. You know, kind of like winning a championship or winning at something. Yeah, best, I would imagine it's the same feeling the, to akin to like a guy robbing you. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Sticking it's sticking you up physically. Yeah, it's got to be a rush to to physically walk up to someone and then forcibly take something from them. God, these types of people just drive me nuts. I I just I wish that the punishment would be they the authorities could find everybody that they screwed over and they sit the kid in a chair handcuffed. You know, behind the chairs, hands hands are behind the chair, and every single person walks up with a leather glove and slaps him in the face. <laughs> See, yeah, is the glove wet? <laughs> sure, and on fire <laughs> with razor. No, just a good razor fire. Just a just a good slap in the face, and they get like five seconds as they're passing to say something. Mm-hmm. I think that that doesn't seem cruel or unusual, and it's live streamed. <laughs> oh, you imagine how much money they could generate. Yeah. Smack some sense into you. All right. Second one. Go ahead. More men are having their jaws broken on purpose. H4. A new study finds the number of men having cosmetic surgery is on the rise. Men are now going under the knife, wanting to look as good as they feel. How this procedure works is they're going to take your wisdom teeth, extract them, and then they're going to take a, a hammer and a chisel to detach your Ooh. lower jaw reposition it and put it back in place with titanium plates. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know why men are doing this, it's uh, Dr. Frederico thinks that oh, it's know, because Dr. of the pandemic with people sitting and looking at themselves a lot on Zoom and examining their faces that men want these more defined jaw lines. So he said over this past year, he's done more than 200 of these surgeries. I'm so confused at where we live. Like, I thought we were just all, I thought we were going through a, a time where we just accepted our bodies. Uh huh. No. And everybody has no. to accept. No, it's not. Is that out? Is oh, that no, not, no. not trendy anymore? Listen, oh. it's unusual with gotta, men doing up. it, but women have, have been doing this plastic surgery thing heavy. But I Nobody's thought, happy. I thought we were in the not shame me. If you do, you get, was it canceled? And- no, it's only if you're fat. Yeah. Like, you have to just shut up about people being fat. It's not that we accept anything. It's just we're not openly making fun of fat people anymore. Okay, so you can't make fun or even recognize. Yeah, no, that's then you're canceled. Okay. Yeah. But if some 
somebody's got a weird jawline. It's fine. Fair it's, game, I think. It's fair game. I think you're still allowed <laughs> to tear up weird jawlines. I'm so confused. <laughs> Me too. I, I wouldn't want to go through all that pain. See, now I think it would be, a, I don't think it would be that bad, honestly, because I had my, here's why. I had reconstructive surgery done on my foot and they cut my heel bone all the way off and moved it over and then put two screws in. And I don't feel that. It doesn't, it's not a bother to me anymore after the initial recovery. Does, does Nelson Nikki, in your expert female opinion, <laughs> if you were to look at him and say, I want to be attracted to that guy, but he needs a new jawline, would that be the closer? No. Have you ever looked at a man and just said, I'm so attracted to that guy because he looks like Johnny Bravo the cartoon? Never. <laughs> actually, it's, it, you actually look a little funny when your jawline is so like chiseled and perfect looking to me. That's only for a select few guys that yeah. do like the underwear ads. Yes. Like you're special and you get to have the jawline because you are so special. You're and that's model. your job. God put you on this earth to wear underwear with a, mm-hmm. abs and a jawline and... <laughs> Or like Fabio, yeah. I Remember mean, Fabio? Yeah, th- those those guys. <laughs> like, if I'm those guys, I'm mad that everybody's now can get get jawline right. surgery to be have, steal my gimmick that I was broken. born with. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> not that I have that jawline, but I'm just saying. You looking I did, for it? No, I don't. This guy's it. done 200 of them. You know, there's there's everybody's got certain body parts that they're not a big fan of. I'm sure. I know I do. But not enough to go under the knife. No, I went under the knife for health reasons, not cosmetic. My my breasts were way too big. I had back problems. That's the only reason that I did that. Yeah, they took out some of her breasts. Like they literally Two pounds. So much of her breast they had to get rid of. It filled a dump truck. <laughs> That's a crime. They just had a tube going from her boob into the back of a dump truck. And it just there was a pump. And it was like a reverse cement it, truck. It yeah. wasn't that much. Her breasts were so big. <laughs> I remember those days. They were. I never saw her face. <laughs> I never saw my feet. First time I saw her face was after the surgery. <laughs> First thing I said to her, it's like, you're African American. Oh my God. I had no idea. She always wore gloves. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Just jokes. Just jokes, friends. Just jokes, friends. Just jokes. Somebody wanted to cancel me on Facebook because of the hookers, Phil. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, the troll that is so clever. I'm going to use a name from The Simpsons. <gasps> He's probably the guy of the Cheeto kid. Probably is. Probably touching him. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ian Halperin is his name. He's the author of the, uh, the Cobain murder, the killing and cover-up of Kurt Cobain. That's his latest book. But he, like we were just talking about, doesn't think that he was he's dead but he doesn't think that he was uh he killed himself he was murdered so well and he's got new stuff too right new mm-hmm. evidence so yes. we'll talk with ian here in just a minute it's the bs on 98 rock all right welcome back it's the bs on 98 rock my name is jason bailey there's nikki d that's me there's nelson mm-hmm. please make sure you're downloading the odyssey app you can listen live free anytime you want uh, also get our podcast on the Odyssey app. Also on our website, thebaileyshow.com, our social media, at Listen to the BS, Instagram and the Facebook, and The Bailey Show on YouTube. So if you're into that type of thing. All right, our guest at this time is a New York Times bestselling author. Uh, his latest book, Closed, The Cobain Murder, The Killing and Cover-Up of Kurt Cobain, of course, the lead singer, of, uh, former lead singer of Nirvana, Coming up on, I believe it's the 29th anniversary of his death, uh, April 5th, right, 94. Uh, Ian Halperin 
Uh, I'm guessing that's why you're releasing this book now, because of the anniversary of the death, correct? Yo, Bailey, uh, exactly. And uh, just to cut to the chase, I put this book out in honor of the great Kurt Cobain in grunge style. There's no filters. You know, I've written books on this before, New York Times bestsellers. But this is all the stuff the publishers made me take out. This one is uncensored, baby, unplugged. And I also give the smoking gun as to why this wasn't a suicide, why he was murdered. 70 times a lethal dose of heroin in his system. It's scientifically impossible, based on the forensic pathological evidence, that the great rock icon, grunge icon, Kurt Cobain, committed suicide. And I'm going to start holding those people accountable. I'm offering Courtney love. Look, she's highly suspicious in the death. Kurt wanted a divorce. If they would have got divorced, they had a prenup agreement, which I detail in the book, Case Closed, The Cobain Murder. They would, she would have ended up with nothing. Kurt was ah. worth much more dead. $40 million she inherited once Kurt died. I'm challenging her now. I definitely give the forensic pathological evidence in the book, that smoking gun, why he was murdered. And I'm challenging Courtney to take a polygraph. I'll pay for it. And if she passes, I'll buy a billboard in Times Square saying Courtney didn't kill Kurt. Courtney Love is innocent. Okay, so I've got a bunch of questions because I, I, like you, a fan, and I've seen all the documentaries, uh, and and I agree with you, you know, especially with the amount of heroin that was in his system. But there's also some other issues uh, with the the death scene, the crime scene, one being where the shotgun was found on the floor. Uh, tell me if I'm off on any of this, by the way. Wasn't there something with where the shotgun had landed? If he were sitting where he was sitting, there's no way that shotgun could have gotten to where it, it was. You know, you, you make a great point, Bailey, because it's impossible. Uh, I've hired multiple experts on the case uh, to investigate and to give me reports. What you're saying is totally correct. But also, you mentioned the shotgun. There were no fingerprints found on the gun, Bailey. Dead men don't wipe their own prints. Yeah, very true. Was there something also with his shoes? I believe he was wearing, like, what, black and white, like, Vans. Wasn't there something with the shoes that didn't add up to? Um, I'm not so sure about the shoes because, you know, you go to a crime scene, any crime scene, you don't know what's gone on. For instance, the Seattle County coroner, Dr. Nicholas Hartshorn, I'm the only guy to ever interview him on camera. I showed up to his office. And he said, okay, you're Canadian. I'll give you the interview. This was in 95. And he admitted to me, he said he was having an affair with Courtney Love. That should have been a conflict of interest. He should have recused himself from the case. And incredibly, uh, his office was plastered with Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain posters. This is the Seattle County coroner. Uh, He died suspiciously a few years later in some accident, a jumping accident. They say he was an expert jumper. Somebody tampered with his equipment. A lot of people connected to the case have died, and I detailed it all and died suspiciously. The bass player for Hulk, uh, Kirsten Pfaff, Mm. she was allegedly having an affair with Kurt. Uh, Courtney accused her. She wanted to leave Hull. She wanted to leave Seattle. She packed up a U-Haul that night. She was found dead in her bathtub. And her family said she didn't do drugs. Her family claims she was murdered, snuffed out. Look, I'm not accusing anybody of murder. There's a lot of suspicious acts here. But what I'm saying is 
this case has to be reopened. And under the forensic pathological evidence, this case smells. It wasn't investigated properly. It's impossible. This, this, let, let's face it, we've had two icons in the last 40 years who influenced the generation, John Lennon and Kurt Cobain. And there's been over 400 copycat suicides. That's why I'm calling that the verdict in this case be turned to murder instead of suicide. Let the copycat suicide stop, at least. Wow. Talking with Ian Halperin, uh, his book, Closed, The Cobain Murder, The Killing Case and... Closed. Case Closed. Case Closed. Case. Excuse me. Sorry. The Killing Case and Cover-Up of Kurt Cobain. Case... It's not... It's not bolded here. Sorry. Case Closed. <laughs> not your fault, Bailey. I'm a I fan. Know. So case Closed. <laughs> and uh, just go... It's on Amazon exclusively. And this book is the grunge version. This so, looks like grunge. I did it on purpose in honor of the great Kurt Cobain. Have you interviewed Tom Grant, the, the te- private yeah, detective? I did, a film with, I did a film with Tom Grant, Okay, and I, he gave me access to all of his secret tapes. Look, when you have your own P.I. accusing you of murder, something's wrong. Courtney Love's own P.I., Tom Grant, right. today accuses his own client of murder. The tapes are very compelling. He gave me all his secret tapes, and... Uh, the stuff that Courtney says on camera, for instance, the suicide note, the last I had, I hired the top two handwriting experts in the world to examine Kurt's alleged suicide note. Only the last five lines dealt with suicide. Those five lines were in a completely different handwriting than the rest of the notes. And the top two handwriting experts in the world concluded that it was not in Kurt Cobain's handwriting. Incredibly, what I came across and discovered and got access to was a note in Courtney Love's backpack that week where she was practicing the whole alphabet, A, B, C, Ds, and that's incredible. And I put, I put that in the book, the exact copy of Courtney's okay, so, handwriting so, practice. So going back to Tom Grant for a second, he's still alive, sure. correct? Yes. Okay, so again, for those that don't know, Tom Grant was the private detective who was hired by Courtney Love to find Cobain. Remember, he was missing days prior to them finding the electrician. Yeah, six days. Six, six days, days finding him in, in the house. Um, Tom Grant, to this day, doesn't believe that Kurt Cobain killed himself, right? No. Yeah. And he points the finger at his own client, right. Courtney Love. I mean, you know, and he's a credible PI, a top Beverly Hills private investigator. <laughs> But I go further than Tom Grant, with all due respect to him. I go under the forensic pathological evidence, the amount of heroin in his system, um, the, the, the suicide note, the no fingerprints on the gun, and also the motive. Kurt Cobain wanted a divorce. He wanted to leave Courtney Love. They had a prenup. Courtney would have ended up without a penny if so, they would have got divorced. So why don't, like, Dave Grohl, Chris Novoselic, uh, even Pat Smear, like, any of these guys... They, they, they don't get involved in any of this. Why is that? No, and it's, you know, it's almost shameful because uh, they should examine the evidence and they have no idea what really went on. Look, they weren't great friends with Kurt. They were bandmates. He wanted to leave Nirvana, too. In, in his note uh, found at, his, at the scene, he said he wanted to quit the music industry, not life. Right. And he had booked two, two plane tickets out of Seattle with a mystery woman who was his alleged girlfriend, and he wanted to start over. He did not. I got the first video interview with the closest person to him, 
his late grandfather, Leland Cobain, on, vi- on camera. Leland Cobain said Kurtz was murdered. He had made plans to go fishing with his grandfather. He loved his wow. two-year-old daughter, Frances Bean. He did not want to quit life. He wanted to quit the music business. Wow. Have you ever talked to Francis? Uh, no, I haven't, but um, I infiltrated Courtney's camp in recent years, and one of my best friends was their bodyguard. So I got all the stories about Courtney's interaction with Francis. And uh, look, uh, all I heard was Courtney gave her own daughter access to her medicine cabinet, and it wasn't pretty what was in there, all kinds of drugs. And Francis became addicted wow. in her 20s. Have you seen the other documentaries about Kurt Cobain? Well, I worked on the Nick Broomfield one with Nick years ago. It was called Kurt and Courtney. Right. And I directed the one that was bought by Paramount, uh, the Cobain case. Okay. Which featured all the secret tapes of Tom Grant. So, yeah, I'm very familiar. And they're soaked in bleach. Yes, I've seen them all. Okay. So the one, who was the little French film guy that did, he was up in Aberdeen, Seattle, or Washington, and running around. He's done a couple of them. Crazy guy. Just like a ball of energy. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, it was it was the documentary, and I can't I can't remember what name it was. It was the documentary that he was trying to like. He went around to different people in that in that town in Aberdeen, and there was it, it led to this guy, that mean looking dude that was a lead singer of like some. Okay, that was me. That was my film. That was yours. Um, yeah, that was mine. Oh, you're the crazy <laughs> French guy I'm talking yeah, about. Okay. Yeah, you're talking. Yeah, je parle français. Je viens de Canada. So. um Écoute, listen to me. It was, his name was El Duce, and uh, El Duce was the lead singer of the Met- Mentors, the, the porn metal band. El Duce claimed that Courtney Love offered him 50 grand to blow Kurt's head off, Yeah, set it on camera, and a week later he was found dead on train tracks where he lived in Riverside, California. Again, a lot of people, as I outline in the book, Case Closed, the Cobain Case, a lot of people connected to Courtney Love or the case died mysteriously, were snuffed out. And that's another concern. You know, there was a lead detective for the uh, Seattle uh, PD. His name was uh, Detective Ant- Antonio Terry, and he was good friends with Courtney Love. And he had leaked to one of his colleagues who I interviewed that Courtney Love was an informant to the Seattle PD, giving them tips on junkies and the drug scene. She knew everybody in Seattle. Uh, Two months later, he was killed. Wow. And that was the first police detective to be killed in the Seattle PD in over 10 years. But is Courtney Love this smart? I mean, like, she doesn't seem like the bright... And and would all these people go... See, I don't know if I buy into it's all Courtney Love. She's just not that smart to do all this. I I think it's her. Is is she the only one that you think is a suspect, or is it more people you think? I I didn't tell you I think she pulled the trigger. What I'm saying is, good question there, both of you, thank you. Um, What I'm saying is, I conclude unwaveringly and conclusively that Kurt Cobain was murdered. It's time to reopen the case and turn the verdict to murder instead of suicide. Now, with Courtney, her role, what I'm saying, was highly suspicious, but I'm giving her a chance to exonerate herself. I will pay for the polygraph with the world's leading polygraph examiners. I've done many polygraphs in my movies and my books with subjects. For instance, when I, I directed the Charlie Sheen movie, I interviewed his Coke dealer on camera, and he was polygraphed, and he passed the polygraph. That was uh, So I'm very familiar with that technique. It's 
almost completely accurate. Yeah. But if she passes with flying colors, I will buy a billboard in Times Square saying Kurt, Courtney didn't kill Kurt and Courtney Love is innocent. But I'm not accusing her 100%. I'm giving her a chance to exonerate herself. People like Tom Grant, her own father, Hank Harrison, who was the first manager of the Grateful Dead, he accuses, uh, he died recently, but he accused his own daughter on the record of killing Kurt. I'm Jesus. not doing that. Hey, what about I, what about Montage of Heck uh, from Brett Morgan? Did you watch that? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a good film. But you know, these guys ignore the truth. Hold hold on you for know? a second. Hold on, hold on for a second. Just hold on for a second. just take it just stop for a second. So the the end of that documentary, and I've had a chance to interview yeah. Brett Morgan. Uh, nice. And the end of it uh, finishes up with him talking. Courtney Love's on camera the whole time. Like he's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, one-on-one talking about it, blah, blah, blah. So it's really a, a documentary of her defending herself for the most part. But at the very exactly. end, she gets a phone call and that's yeah. how it ends. And I asked yeah. him because Brett Morgan also did the, um, uh, the Moonage Daydream. That, that's his yeah. most recent one about David Bowie, his, his documentary. Yeah, he's a talented filmmaker. He's a what? He's a good filmmaker. He's a very good filmmaker. But I want to know who called. Mm. It's a good question. You'd have to ask him. What did, did he answer? I did. He said, okay, I can't tell you. He, but he yeah. knows. He knows. Yeah, he knows. But look, he did a good job. But the fact is he ignored the truth. Do it's you... like doing a film on O.J. Simpson. By the way, O.J. shares the same birthday as Courtney Love, July 9th. It's like doing a film on O.J. Simpson and only talking about his time being a star for the Buffalo Bills right. and ignoring the 1994 <laughs> killing. Right. You can't do that, man. Do... You've got to be a responsible journalist. I'm an award-winning investigative journalist, award-winning filmmaker, number one New York Times bestseller, and I tell it like it is, and I'm not afraid to do that because this, the truth hurts. Do you she think tried it, to stop me, it, and she's been very unsuccessful in trying to stop my work over the years. Ian, do you think with names like Billy Corgan and Michael Stipe being yep. linked to Courtney Love, even romantically, do you yep. think that they know the truth? I think they have suspicions, but they don't know the truth. You know, uh, look, all those people were friends in the grunge scene, and a lot of them, look, I think Courtney Love's actually a talented musician. You might disagree with me, but I actually like some of her songs and her poetry. But still, I, I also like Phil Spector, but that doesn't mean he right. gets a free pass to kill somebody. Right, exactly. All right. Well, look, Case Closed is the name of the book, The Cobain Murder, The Killing and Cover-Up of Kurt Cobain on Twitter. At Ian Undercover, Ian Halperin. And it's it's on all Amazon sites. And let everybody please read this because I want the world to know the truth. I want there to be justice for Kurt. And I want to take this to, to the next level to finally get the case reopened to the copycat suicide stop. There's been way over 400 copycat suicides. And these these innocent youths have committed suicide under false pretense. Wow. It's sad. That's good. That's I've never heard that kind of reasoning behind it that's pretty clever all right uh ian thanks for coming on dude uh, always a pleasure bailey thank you i'm a big fan thank right. you for having me we'll see you thank Take you care. very much bye see ya how's he, he a fan passionate. yeah how's he a fan maybe he started looking you up after we got a hold of him see here's the thing now you know i asked i sent the story to you guys nelson crushes mm-hmm. he's like i got ian halpern on mm-hmm. I, I just don't trust nelson i think he's making people up sometimes <laughs> You don't think that was the real guy? You think that I was my buddy? <laughs>
Hold on, I got to text Tim real quick. Thanks for being on the show today, Tim. You know, it's just like this weird kind of spidey sense I get. He was like a hardcore salesman on this book, and he was very knowledgeable. And I love the, you know, the, you know, got it, 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 thing, got it, thing. But I'm going. Is this guy real? How is he a fan? I mean, I know he's saying that because that's what you say to radio people, but I think this is Nelson's buddy from Omaha. You want to see my DMs? I got proof. You know what I mean? I never thought about that. What if he's just jobbing us the whole time, Nick? You like every guest that now. Nelson books. It's like it's one of his friends. Like tomorrow, we're gonna have Brad Arnold on. Are we? Exactly. It's probably <laughs> Joe Arnold from Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> Thank God. For it's gonna God. be like two years from now, Nikki, and they're gonna bring us into a corner office and be like, "Look, the show's going really good. You guys have done really well, but we just found out every guest that you've had for two years is fake." <laughs> Yep. <laughs> We're no longer we, credible. We, 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 we have to make a decision on this Nelson guy. <laughs> Got him. And I think at that time I'd reply with, well, it's worked. Right. <laughs> Everybody's been convinced. <laughs> Let's just wait till April Fool's to announce it. Right. <laughs> WrestleMania was this weekend. I'm a wrestling fan. Uh, outside of the wins and losses uh, from uh, uh, Los Angeles was bigger news the WWE has sold out. This will be very interesting. I don't know if these two groups, these two fan bases can get along. I'll tell you all about that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Well, if you're a wrestling fan, very, very sad, uh, even with WrestleMania weekend, Bushwhacker Butch. You guys know who he is? Well, Nelson. Yeah, well, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize. I don't think that I knew the, the his name was Butch, I, but I remember the Bushwhackers from when I was growing up. From New Zealand, and they had the little arm thing, and they'd come yeah, in there. that's the what camera. I remember, the arms. See, I remember those guys with the arms. They, they'd grab, one would grab the other guy's head, and they'd do like a battling ram. <laughs> and they're all cool. missing teeth, right? Yeah, one, see, one of them was missing. Okay, yeah, it was one of them. them. He passed away at the age of 78 during oh. WrestleMania weekend, which is now a two-day affair. This year it was in L.A., at SoFi Stadium, and then, you know, even if you don't work for the WWE, if you have any name in professional wrestling, you go to the city because there's just people from all over the world are there to see their wrestling, you know, favorites. And they'll have these different autograph signings and all those types of things, and these guys and girls make tons of money, and they'll charge you, you know, $20. Some people charge like $100 for a picture. I've been to them before. I've seen them. And there's a lot of friends in the business, and I've just seen people wait and wait and wait. Um, so then WrestleMania takes place, and I watched a little bit of it, and you know, it was what it was. It was, it was cool. I, again, let me explain why I like wrestling so much. So I grew up as a kid as a wrestling fan, like many of you probably, right? Saturday, you're watching Mean Gene Oakland, and you watch AWA and USA, all these different ones. But as I got older and got into the radio business, I started working with them and the, then befriending them. And then I started to realize that it's the only medium that uh, you can mind F somebody live in an arena mm -hmm. and also on television. So. There's no other, there's not, like the fan, the wrestling fans, I mean, these people are crazy about wrestling. Like, they pick it apart, they're extremely critical, blah, 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 but they'll do anything and go everywhere for their, their favorite guys and girls. They know, for the most part, what's going to happen. Right. But and they're, they're still excited. But they're still excited and they're still surprised. 
It's amazing. There's nothing else in the world that exists that does that. I would agree with you 1,000%. Right? They were excited. They're chanting chants. They're doing yeah. all the things. So that, to me, is special. If you have something that can do that, yep. it's it's really special. So that's another reason why I dig it. So outside of WrestleMania weekend, they uh, also announced that the WWE has been kind of on the, I don't want to say chopping block, but selling block for a minute. Um, a lot of people think it's because Vince McMahon uh, the head dude in WWE uh, was kind of out, you know, he got in some trouble. Yeah, well, he did. You know, he had some, what did he do? Some lady problems. You know, yeah. Yeah. And burying it with company money. Burying it with you know, hush money. Mm-hmm. Oh. See how that story is. Yes. Right. So he took a step aside and let, you know, Triple H and other people, Nick Khan, come in and, and run the business. And it's going, it's been going very, very well for the fan because they they got something different than what Vince McMahon offered. Uh-huh. But still behind the scenes, the puppet master is pulling the strings. Anyway, the WWE will be now under Endeavor, which is the company uh, that's purchasing a large majority stake in the WWE. They also are the company that owns UFC. It's very interesting wow. because those two fan bases hate each other. Really? WWE and um, MMA fans? MMA? Because MMA is real. Okay, you're right. MMA is real and it's mm-hmm. brutal. Ah, but ouch. WWE has a bigger fan base. Yeah, I can see that. I well, see it's that. it's a fact. It's not me just saying that. It's a it's a and I like MMA. The the but the problem that MMA has always had is that and I can prove this point if anyone you know you diehard MMA people want to debate me on this is that they don't have story. They very rarely have storylines. So they're not entertainers. Yeah, you know, some of the best times are when they steer into, like, the Conor McGregor and he creates his own storylines. Conor McGregor, he's awesome. Why mm-hmm. is he awesome? Because he's a self-promotion machine, and he's mm-hmm. good, right? He's right. good. Or he was, you know, he's great. The best time in, in MMA history, in my opinion, was the Ken Shamrock, Tito Ortiz. Oh, yes, Shamrock was the best. Couture and Liddell. I mean, those days, there was a storyline. And yeah. for the most part... They could play it off. Tito Ortiz was great. Shamrock, yeah, you know, but the, I had them both on the air at one time. <laughs> you know, I think on their first fight. Shamrock. And so, if you want to, if you want to debate me and say, well, you know, none of this is true, Bailey. What you're saying, I'm an MMA fan, and wrestling is fake, and and it's stupid, and there's more fans of MMA, and you don't need storylines. You're absolutely completely wrong. UFC almost folded years and years ago. You know what saved it was that uh, Ultimate Fighter show. Oh, yep. Forrest Griffin saved the entire company. Because they had a storyline now. They had a television show mm-hmm. to build characters. And you get to know who people are, and people get invested in that. Exactly. And so Forrest Griffin, I think, I believe, I'm pretty sure he was the, 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 the first winner of, of The Ultimate Fighter. And it, and it saved it. Dana White even said it. I mean, I think there's a documentary or something about it that, that says that. So now they've formed, um, UFC and WWE combined to form a $21.4 billion sports entertainment company. Wow. And then you wonder, is that just a company that has these two different mega brands? Or will they find a way to promote each other, which would be smart, mm-hmm. on the brands? The wrestling fans will accept the UFC. UFC will not accept the WWE. But there's been so much crossover from the UFC to wrestling that like, I, it seems like a partnership that makes sense just from the outside. 
Uh, well, you say there's been a lot. There, there has not been a lot. There's been Brock Lesnar uh-huh. and there's been Ronda Rousey. Well, and Shamrock. He- yeah, but Sh- Shamrock. Yeah, okay. Ken Shamrock. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. You know. Is that no, it, I guess? There's not only the three? I thought there were four or five of them. But- I mean, they've had... <sighs> but nobody that got star power. Shamrock was a big deal back mm-hmm. in the day. So Sham- Shamrock, maybe. Sure. So who's going to conform to what? Are they going to merge together and still just no, keep operating no. how they're doing? They'll still operate as they're doing. Oh, okay. But the smart move would be to promote each other on each other's program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that w- it's your company. You want to make money. You want to. There are MMA fans that refuse or have never watched a WWE product and vice versa. So you want to find a way to join those two fan bases together, which will be interesting to watch. Be, like it, I would to, kill- to, to watch a UFC event with somebody wearing a um, uh, Roman Reigns shirt. You know that'll that'll be interesting. How about I would kill for being in a UFC fight or watching a UFC fight, and then they cut to the main event guy in the back talking trash to the you know doing the promo cuts, or have you know some if they if they start incorporating some of the WWE storylining into rest uh-huh. or in the UFC, the fans are going to hate it. You think they're absolutely going to hate it? It's what it needs, but they're going to hate it. They try. A lot of these guys try. Like MMA fighters are a special breed. It is, I would say, swimming in MMA are the most in shape athletes mm. of any other sport. Those guys and girls are ridiculous, but they're crazy. They're nuts. They gotta be. They're just going there and fight with no pads and stuff. And Ugh. and I don't say that as a sign of disrespect because I don't want my ass kicked. <laughs> I say that as I've got friends that have been in UFC that have fought, you know, and they're just a special breed of person. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you meet a prof- any professional athlete in every different sport, they're a special breed of person. We're a special breed of person. You listening right now, whatever your job is, you know, somebody's probably told you like, oh, yeah, that fits you. Yes, exactly. Right? <laughs> More than one. You know what I mean? More than one. Oh, you're a plumber. You're like, oh, dude, oh, yeah. you look yeah. like a plumber. It's like your crack hangs out a lot. And you should, you should own it. <laughs> so. Nelson should have been a plumber. Yeah, probably. Uh, 700 million UFC fans, 1.2 billion WWE fans worldwide. They're going to trade under the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker symbol. This is good. TKO. Nice. I like that. Isn't that good? That's nice. That's clever. I wish them I wish them both the best. Like you want both of these brands to flourish. Yeah. You want them both to be awesome, continue to be awesome. It's just I thought it was interesting that you know, it's two kind of same but conflicting different yeah. things. Yeah, but to me it's like PG thirteen and rated R. No, it's not it. It's like Heavy metal fans in Christian rock singing. No, maybe it's not. <laughs> maybe it's not extreme. that way. It's maybe it's more like pop punk and heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. pop uh-huh. punk and heavy metal. Okay, yeah, or pop punk and punk. Oh, okay, yep, that would be better. There you go. It'd be like Green Day meets Fugazi. <laughs> Ugly. Or you know, or Blink meets Black Flag. Oh God, right? <laughs> they're that's, gonna get stomped. Yeah, it, well, that's that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of yeah. Anyway. Third round of headlines. You ready? I'm ready. All right. What do you got? I got to tell you, this headphone jacket over here sounds a lot better. I think it's the headphones. Okay, good. That's what I'm trying to figure out. That makes me feel better. I'm doing a little testy test. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what the U.S. is leading the world in and whose body was exhumed in South Carolina. All right. Good stuff. Pay attention. We'll do that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. 
It's time for today's top two. Headlines. All right, there, Nikki D. Third round of headlines. Go ahead. The U.S. is the most catastrophic place on Earth. H5. But what about storms? It seems like these extreme precipitation events are causing more and more damage as the climate warms. The U.S. has been hit at least in the last few weeks, particularly with a lot of heavy storms that have been catastrophic. We've had 32 people killed recently and a lot of the tornadoes and things that's been going on in the south. And the south is actually one of the places that gets hit the hardest. Um, Now, scientists are saying that the reason and not scientists, meteorologists are saying the reason is because we're between two oceans, the Gulf of Mexico and the Rocky Mountain. And that's causing things to happen and wind, precipitation. Hold so on for we a get, second. Did you say we're between two oceans, the Gulf of Mexico and the Rocky Mountains? Yeah. The Rocky Mountain Ocean? No, no, no. We're between two oceans, the Gulf of Mexico, also because we're between the mountains. Oh, there's commas with, in there. Right. There oh, are commas gotcha. in there. Oh. And, and because of all the elements <laughs> of the things of where the U.S. is located is why we're hit mm. with all the catastrophes ah, that we experience. Okay. I thought you were saying the Rocky Mountains was the name of an ocean. Mm. You know the Rocky Mountains is not the name of an ocean. Well, <laughs> oh, I know that. I just wanted to make sure you knew that. No. And you know what the oceans are that we're surrounded by. The two oceans. Yes, I know. The Atlantic and the Pacific. Okay. Just checking. Gosh. Anyways. Because because of these areas happening, um, that's why we get everything, pretty much. We get tornadoes, we get blizzards, we get tornadoes, hurricanes. We pretty much get everything here. Tornadoes. So tornadoes. Yeah. what they're tornadoes. saying. She really hit the tornadoes hard. Well, because you don't mess up my whole thing. I was on a roll here, and you messed it up. Well, you're going There's too fast. There's more severe weather that's going to be coming through uh, to the south starting maybe tonight into tomorrow. More tornadoes are expected. So, And it's because of the Rocky Mountains. And the tornadoes. Nope, it's because of where the U.S. is located Lake in the Mountain. world, okay? The, the, <laughs> that is why. Did you not hear the two oceans, the rock? Like, yes, I was, I was just, I, what, I, what am I going to say? I'm not that smart, so. Well, I'm not either, <laughs> but I just, I, I'm picking up the inflection. Uh-huh. If somebody's listening right now, and they're like, you know, just checking out the show for the first time and like, oh my God, we live in the worst place ever. I got to hear this. <laughs> and this lady's on the radio going, we live between two oceans, the Rocky, the Gulf of Mexico and the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> Well, I'll make sure think I we're pause crazy. longer. I'll pause longer the next time. Yeah, we live. Part of the reason is because we're between two oceans. Pause. And then, of course, we have the Gulf of Mexico. Not to mention. The Rocky Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> and the tornadoes. Oh, God, I'm having a bunch of tornadoes. <laughs> tornadoes. Oh, that's... Right, anything else with that, or are we going to die no, or what? We're no, good? we're going to die at some point, oh. but not today. Of a tornado, probably. Thank God for the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> we go hide there. <laughs> if it weren't for those damn mountains, you we wouldn't have tornadoes. Know. We'd be done. <laughs> We'd be done. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, second story. The Alex Murdoch case has uncovered another crime. H six. Nearly eight years after Stephen Smith was found dead in the middle of a Hampton County, South Carolina road, investigators are officially calling his death a homicide, not a hit and run. So Alex Murdaugh is an attorney down in South Carolina who has recently been convicted of killing his son and his wife. Well, I watched this documentary on on Netflix, so I had already heard about this case. There was another person that was involved in this tangled web of all the things that this family did down there. And in this instance, it was a, a boy named Stephen Smith. 
when he was 19 years old, he was found on the side of the road, murdered, hit and run. But now they're thinking it's more to it because he was allegedly, there's no proof, but allegedly in a relationship with Murdoch's oldest son, Buster. Yeah, I, this is interesting because I had not, I've not seen the, 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 the doc. documentary. Yes. You, you told me about it. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's only three episodes. And the, the one thing you brought up was this. Yes. And now there's this. Now they're opening the case back up. They're looking into it to see if it was murder. And if you look at the evidence um, that was presented, there was nothing on the bottom part of his body that was messed up. He had some type of fragment on his head. It wasn't a bullet shot, but something that suggests he was hit with something. And he had defensive wounds on him. Well, you know the theory. What's the theory? He died of a tornado from the Rocky Mountains. Oh, my gosh. That is not the theory. The theory is that Alex Murdoch had somebody murder him because he didn't want him messing with his son. With That's a tornado. The theory. With a, yeah. He, so Alex Murdoch controls the weather. Because he saying. had so much money. The Heart Project. I don't know if you guys know about the Heart Project, but <laughs> he owns one of those things oh and shot God. a tornado at this young man. Uh, 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 uh. So it's not really his fault. It's the tornado's nope. fault. Act nature is what they call that. There's actually a guy in the family. His name is Rocky Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the I... one that did it. I'm going to end up being the best news reporter ever. I swear. I'm waiting. I hope we hope, we, hope <laughs> it happens. You guys. Hope it happens before tornadoes. <laughs> yeah. That'd be my wrestling name, Rocky Mountain. That's badass. That's badass right there. All right, uh, Kings fans, I got a question for you. What would you give up for tickets? So this could go a couple different ways. I don't have tickets. Let's full disclosure. <laughs> But there's an article here locally about people giving up, selling certain things to buy tickets for the playoffs. I'm wondering if someone's listening that happens to have tickets that they're not going to use and you are willing to give something up for said tickets, you call us and say, you know what, I've got this, this is what I would give up, and that person is listening going, well, I've got tickets, I don't need them, but I want that. Oh, that's good. It's that's like secret. that swap shop stuff. There you go. You know, it was like, hey, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Freddie Texan, and here's a swap. Welcome to Swap Shop Talk. You know, like one of those. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Texan. Uh, I'm Rocky Mountain, and welcome to Swap Shop Talk. <laughs> there it is. We got, a, we got a tornado in the ocean today. <laughs> All right, so just uh, play along. Let's see what you got. 916-909-0985. I'm trying to help. I really, really am. 916-909-0985. So I'll have that conversation here. When we return, it's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, thanks for being here. It's the BS on 98 Rock. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That's Nikki D. That's me. There's Nelson. And how are we? Always free on the Odyssey app. You should download that. You really, really should. Or you can go to thebaileyshow.com if you're on your talkie box and want to download the podcast. We welcome that. On uh, Instagram and Facebook, at listen to the BS, if you don't mind, please. And your phone number always, 916-909-0985. I feel so stupid. Uh, I just sent a picture to a guy I've never met. He's a plumber. And, you know, I don't have a guy here for anything. And so as we have little things to do with this new house that we just moved into, uh, I asked him. So our house in Atlanta, we have have a tankless water heater. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's normal to bring that with me. 
because those things aren't cheap, right? Right. So, so I, I asked a couple of people that I did know that were plumbers, like, is it? And they're like, I've never heard, I've never been asked that question before. So there's different code. There's there are different codes for Atlanta and Sacramento or California and Georgia, of course. Every different state's got different codes. So I, I, I'm talking to this nice gentleman. He's a plumber here in, in Roseville, and he's like, I've never had that question either. He's like, well, send me what it is. So this this my daughter's friend who's dog sitting for us back back at the house, she uh, I said, can you send over the serial number for the stuff? So I'm busy and I, I get the text. I actually send it to my wife. My wife sends it to me, and I just copy the picture and I send it to this guy. This guy thinks I'm an idiot. He he replies back with, "That's the barcode for the piece of wood that it's on." Oh, no. <laughs> she probably don't know. Well, of course she doesn't know. <laughs> I would oh, know. So I'm being an idiot. I didn't even look at it. That's the thing. I didn't check my work. So I said, I'm so sorry. I apologize, sir. I'm embarrassed. I will get you what you need. Was the wood up to code? <laughs> he don't know. Yeah, he said, don't, he said, bring the wood. The wood's fine? He said, okay. bring the, he said, you can bring the wood. Okay. I don't know about any of the other stuff. I have no idea. <laughs> All right, so uh, the Kings lost yesterday to the Spurs who were in town. They played the Golden One Center. Maybe you're there, maybe you weren't. So they 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 don't get the division, right? They don't, you know. So, but they're still in the playoffs, which is going to be very exciting. Anytime, you know, especially with a team that's had a drought like this for 16 years, you want to go. Yeah, you want to be a part of it. This is where organizations gain new fans mm-hmm. because everybody wants to be a part of a winning team. Absolutely. When your team's not winning, that's where the fair weather fan comes into play. They jump ship. What I have realized is that. Sacramento really loves the Kings. They do. But I've also realized just in the past four weeks that I've been here, there's been an uptick in Kings merchandise (laughs) that I see out as they go into the playoffs. Yes. And that's how it works. There's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm not taking jabs. That's just how it works. It's very exciting. Then there's the problem with, okay, we want to support our team, but we can't afford to go to the games because the tickets are going to be ridiculous. They probably are. I haven't even looked them up. I wonder how much they're going for. Uh, well, in this store it says uh, prime seats for the playoffs to score a ticket. The score, I hate that. The score ticket. It's like at the at, uh, at the end of the day. What's your take? Don't ever say what's your take on the show. I will <laughs> slap you. Uh, to score a ticket in the front row in the lower bowl of the Golden One Center, one ticket goes for nearly three thousand dollars. Oh my God, Sheesh. No, no, no. I'd watch it on TV. I don't even have anything that I can pawn or anything worth that much money. Well, that's where the story goes. They start talking to people and said, what are you going to do? And this one person said, I had to sell some stocks that I had and a little bit of money that I had saved up since I I knew this was coming. So, I mean, you can sell stocks. It's fine. Would you dip into your 401k? Oh, God, no, because you get penalized for it. People do that all the time. Yeah, but you, you take shouldn't. a loan, right? You just take a loan. That way you don't get the penalization, I don't think. You think somebody's going to, you like, so what's the level of your fandom? Well, I mean, I should say it this way. Your level of your fandom is probably going to match up with whatever it is you're willing to get rid of. Yeah, I would agree mm-hmm. with that. So yeah. if you took a loan out on your 401k to buy tickets, I would say you're a pretty damn big fan. Yeah. That's a, that's a, because you got to pay it back in a certain amount of time. If you don't mm-hmm. pay it back, you get, you get hit with a hefty fine. Oh, yeah, 10%. Hefty interest rate. I think it's maybe, is it more? Well, there's a 10% fine just off the top, and then you get the, the higher interest rate. So if we're going based off of $3,000 for one ticket, okay, so for those of you who are listening and want to go, I don't have tickets, but I'm curious, <laughs> this person in this news story said they're giving up stock. 
do you have something of value? Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's not worth three thousand dollars, but to somebody else, it could be worth three thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What do you have that you would be willing to give up? And then maybe someone is listening that has tickets or a ticket that says, "I need that top of the line." soda machine maker and i know it's only worth 100 bucks but i need it and i'm going to give you my ticket bartering yeah barter bartering i don't know what anybody would have to give up like because i can tell you right now this new house i need a lot of things but i wish i had tickets to give you i don't i would (laughs) trip if if this radio station i'm sorry to cut you out but this radio station had given me tickets to give out to you I would barter. I wouldn't do like a game. I wouldn't do like a call or something or whatever. We wouldn't play one of those stupid games we play. It would literally be, I need an electrician, and I'm willing to give you tickets. I think that's extremely illegal, but I would do it yeah, anyway. I mean, no, as long as we disclose it. I think there's a way for us to make it legal. <laughs> I don't think so. I would get, I'd get an attorney on just to cover my base uh-huh. for everything. So anyway, if you want to get into this conversation, 916-909-0985. Nikki, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? I don't. I, I lost my train of thought. I think I was going to say, oh, I know what I was going to say. I was going to say that I think the biggest thing people probably would have to give up is like jewelry or something like that of a value for $3,000. Yeah. A car, maybe. Or unless they have a very special skill set. You're talking about an electrician. Mm-hmm. Would you give, well, you think a guy would give up his wife for a night or an hour no. for three grand? Is that prostitution? Yes. Are you? Uh, there's no exchange of money. Mm, but it's goods or services, right? Yeah. Like you're, so you got goods. Okay. Because she, she's giving up the goods. Why else would you want her for one night? And think, you're think, getting the service. <laughs> exactly. I think the goods in this case are the tickets. <laughs> I don't think she's the goods. She's giving up the goods. Is is that like a is that like an awesome wife or just a real ass jack of a husband? <laughs> Both. Well, it didn't work out so well for what Woody. Woody had a hard time in uh, in indecent proposal, oh, and Woody that Wilson. was for like a million, I think. Yeah. So I don't think three thousand. That probably makes you the ass jack. Got the game's over, and you're like, God, what did I just do? And they lost. Yeah, and they lost. Oh, no, no, no. And you got kicked out. No, no. yes. <laughs> or you didn't make it in. Something there happened. you go, yeah. Something happened, you go back to the, you like try to find them where they're at. <laughs> what hotel are they at? I got to stop them before it starts. She's gone. I don't have anything of value. I could not give somebody. You do have something of value. Well, I'm not giving up my wife. You have that good china. Of my grandmother. I'm not giving up my grandmother's china. No, you have a lot of it though. Like one plate? Yeah, but it's all belonging to my grandmother. <laughs> one plate. <laughs> Who's gonna buy one plate of one China? Plate? Oh, it's the exact pattern I'm missing. <laughs> I, I think the better question is who's gonna buy China? <laughs> oh, it's such a gimmick. <laughs> Let me find that ninety five year old listener that, that's missing that one plate that I just happen uh-huh. to have to co- to finish off their collection. <laughs> Yeah, and by the way, they're season ticket holders. <laughs> uh, so I, I, Super Bowl's more expensive. Mm-hmm. People do it for this. I know plenty of people that have given up. You know, pawned. I know somebody that's had X amount of dollars in their savings account for their kid. Kid was still young. It was a, a account for their college, and they, oh, spent it all. Did they get it back before the kid went to college? Oh, you ain't follow up. Oh, this is recently. I mean, this is the last couple oh. of years. Oh. Yeah. Go to the Super Bowl? Go to the Super Bowl. 
Not even like when. So it's not even like he he was a degenerate and took all the money, the ten twenty thousand dollars, put it on black, and, and could have either doubled it or walked away with nothing. He's got nothing to show for it except maybe some pictures, I guess. Well, you're, now you're talking about two different things. Somebody to take the money and gamble with it. Yeah. You've got a problem. Sure, right. That's an addiction. You but you mm-hmm. think robbing it to go to to a football game is any better? Would you, would you say robbing? What I mean is like he's robbing the account either way. The money is for college. Yeah, I understand that. So, but like, the, taking it out to go to a football game or taking it out, did he at least take the kid to the football game? No, the kid's too young. But the kid's young enough where you can make it back. Okay. Like, I don't have a problem with that. Like, because he asked me. He said, what do you think? I'm going to do this. Because he felt bad. I said, I personally, I mean, asking me, <laughs> kid's got 16 years before, okay. 14 years or something before you can make, I think it was like $10,000. Oh, wow. He's not, well, he should... Very well, be able to put that back if he had that much already. already. And the kid's that right. young, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, so you can fine. put it back. But now, if the kid was like, let's say the, the three thousand dollars, your kid needed for the first semester of college or yeah. whatever, and you're like, okay, well, I'm listening to this radio show, and they said the three thousand dollars was the ticket price. I'm going to use my. And they can't go to college. They got to push it off a semester. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. That would definitely be a problem. Uh, can you homeschool college? Is that a thing? No. <laughs> you just. I'm home. telling you, the University of Phoenix. Oh, just, yep. Just, you know, the, they called the online Harvard. <laughs> Who you? I don't know. Somebody does. I'm sure. Somebody You're the does. only one I've heard say that. What is there anything that you would? Do you have anything of value, and what would you trade it for? So I. I, I don't think in my- I mean, we learned earlier that you gave up your Wii to pay right. your light bills. But I was thinking about this, like, what would I give up something for? If I could go back, because of course it can't happen now, but if I could go back and go to a concert where both Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson performed, oh. I would give up something to go to that concert. Like, And I don't care how much money it was. Now, the thing is, do I have anything of value? Nope. So I probably would have to- <coughs> Like tap into my 401k or mm-hmm. do something crazy like that to get to mo- get the money in order to go. But I would do it. You like would I, have done it. I would have done it. I yeah. mean, I would if you're telling me they're going to perform tonight together. Yeah, they're not really it. dead. I would do that. too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. in a heartbeat. I agree. I want to see this. I mm-hmm. want to be there. Of course, yes. there's not a concert big enough that I would do that. Yes. Yeah, see that I would uh-uh. do it for that. I mean, if we're talking about dead, you know, dead artists. That, that's my one thing. I guess I'm just. I wouldn't give up anything. That's my problem. I'm just not passionate enough about anything. Mm. I've got, like, I, I, there's nothing. There's You're nothing. Not like a diehard fan of anything? Nothing. I don't care about anything. Cameras? Camera I'm, fest? I mean, I, 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 sh- I shouldn't say I, I care about things, but not enough to pawn something of value, like uh, uh, something that was passed down from my grandmother, mm. or tap into my 401k. Yeah, or go into my savings account. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do any of that stuff. What's a you savings You wouldn't go into account? your savings account? No. That's your own money. I understand, but I got to save it for a rainy day. Oh, my God. I That's- don't know what. I don't. You were telling me earlier, the Rocky Mountains, there's tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> so I make, I make sure I, I got to save it. What about you, Nelson? Anything? Uh, I have a wooden bass clarinet that my parents Sweet. bought for me when I was a kid. It's valued at about fifteen hundred dollars. Wow! And uh, like you, it's I've already missed an opportunity. But I think if I could go back, I would trade that to see Brady play as a Patriot. Oh! Not as a Buccaneer. Not in the Super Bowl. Even just to have seen Tom Brady play as a Patriot. I would spend the fifteen hundred dollars. You that. would give up your sweet wooden clarinet. It's wood, yes, bass clarinet, bass. Thank you. Do you know how to play it? I mean, I used to. I bet I could pick it up and play it again. Okay, so you would pick up 
your go-to musical instrument. Oh, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. In order just to go to a normal football game to see Tom Brady play. Yeah, it's like Slash giving up his famous guitar. You know what I mean? Same, same. <laughs> yeah, exact same thing. <laughs> then there's not a professional athlete that I would do that. Like current athlete. There's mm-hmm. nobody. I got, I got to find. I got to get better at that. Like, yeah. I I'd actually admire the guy. He's like, I'm giving up my, you know, stocks to go see the guy. I love that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. I just, I'm not that guy. I just can't do it. There's nothing that excites me, which I'm, is really sad. Yeah, kind of. That's like, uh, like, where have you been, Bailey? Like, your life blows. Are you saying you're, like, empty inside? Is that what we're finding out right now? <laughs> I think only you're empty inside, Nelson. But I don't know. Bailey might be joining you. Oh, I got a hole deep inside me that just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. I'm not empty inside. I'm just not passionate. I don't know, Nikki. You tell me. You know me best. What, is there something that I'm passionate about? Just your family and work. Mm. Right. That's, that's literally it, unfortunately. Mm. So, yeah. But my family doesn't put on concerts or play football. They don't. Well, they need to step up their game. But your work does, but you there's nobody even in this field as knowledgeable as you are about all the music that you are even passionate to go see. No. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Yes. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sitting here trying to think artist wise. Now you look back in retrospect, right? The artists that have passed that you never saw. Mm-hmm. That's uh, you know, you get sick. But I got burned. You know, I try. You know, th- th- that's a that's a trend. You want to see an artist before they pass, especially if it's a farewell tour. You know, you want to go see Kiss right now, or you know, uh, I just saw a meme that was really funny. It says, "I'm old enough to have seen Mick Mars play," oh, which God. is kind of funny, you yes. know. Uh, so, so, but you don't know it at the at the time. Like you, can't, I'm really bad at foreshadowing that. So I tried it one time. It's like, oh, it's Elton John's last go. I'm going to go see Elton John, mm-hmm. and I paid for these tickets from a guy that. I, that I knew an acquaintance is not my friend, but an acquaintance. And so I get these tickets and they're pretty good seats and they're, they, they weren't cheap, right? right? They were, they were, they were pricey, but you didn't have to sell nothing to go. No, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm not a diehard Elton John fan, but I, it was his last it's tour. Elton John, it's Elton dude. John. He's probably going to die soon. Mm-hmm. He says, this is his last tour. He's never, never doing this again. So I buy the tickets. I go see the show. The show was okay. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I got to be a diehard fan for that kind of stuff. But the show was okay. I was excited. Everybody was dressed up, and it was kind of neat. Go home. I'm like, eh, okay, it was, I did it, whatever. Sure. I find out a couple months later he's coming back to town. Mm-hmm. But at least you got ahead and, and got in there and got it out of the way. But now I, I was, was going to file a class action lawsuit against him. <laughs> For lying and saying this was the last time he was coming through, he was going to be done after this, because now it's pointless. I can't go and tell people I saw I saw him the second time before he decided not to come back. If someone was going to get that done successfully, they would have sued Gene Simmons years ago. So I don't think you probably have a leg to stand on there. And, and you know what? I'm not I'm not a fan of a sue happy society, but I think people have a point. You should be able to sue an artist that says that this is the last time they're going to tour. Mm-hmm. Because that's a lie. And if if that is the last time, then they better stick with it. Somebody's it, coming after you when they start getting sued. And if they don't do, I mean, that is a real <laughs> jerky thing to do to your fan base. Yes. Baby Am I right? Cruz. Yes, I agree. 100%. It, it infuriates me. Oh, this is the last time we're going out on the road. Molly Cruz had like four reunion tours. Kiss the same way. Right. You either are in or you're out. 
There's no in the middle. When they say it's the last one and then they come back because it gives me a chance when I missed it. Well, you're a mark. That's what they call you. No. What they're what they're saying is you're stupid. Like you believe. Yeah, that's exactly what they're they're saying. You're stupid. You believed us the first time. (laughs) Watch. We'll do it again. (laughs) Well, when Anita goes back on tour, I'll be there. Why did she already say? uh, She said her last one was the last one, and she's doing another one. Anita Baker. Anita more money? No. Anita <laughs> Baker. I'll be there. So whatever you want to call me, I'll be there. I need a I need a I need a lie to Nikki again. Poor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> girl. <laughs> I just need to do it. I need to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is not that funny, Nelson. Uh Nikki and I got to hang out this weekend. My family's in town. Very exciting. So I, I took my, it's really about showcasing Sacramento to my daughter because this is the first time she's been here. Yes. So we went to Old Sac, which is cool, down to the Tower Bridge and all that good stuff. And a co-worker of ours had texted me and he said he saw a picture and we were down there at Joe's Crab Shack and he said, hey, you got to go in the store. Now, I've been down there before, but I don't think I'd ever been in the store. So we go into the store and there's a section in the store that kind of scared me. And I text him back, and I said, what are you doing? He goes, I had no idea. I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. One of the first places that I had gone to when I came to visit Sacramento uh, a little while back was Old Sac. We were staying downtown and uh, wanted to do some sightseeing. And the nice people uh, out in front of the hotel, they said, hey, just, you know, it's down there. You can see the Tower Bridge and all that stuff. I was like, oh, that's cool. You, know, you try to absorb as much as you can. And we had a good time down there, right? So now that I live here, people are like, definitely don't want to go down there at night. <laughs> I'm like, why? And it's like, you just don't. So I won't go down there at night. And they never tell me why. I just said, don't go down there at night. Um, but my my wife's in town and my daughter's in town and her friend and uh, surprised me with a puppy, one of our puppies, Petunia. So Petunia gets to stay. But more or less what I'm doing is I'm I'm, I'm trying to showcase how great of a city Sacramento is to my daughter because we've convinced her to move here and go to college here. She's going to go to Sierra Community College for you know the first semester and then decide what she wants to do after that. So it's all about her. You know, any father, any parent knows it's always about your little princess daughter. It's always about her. So we're trying to do as much as we possibly can to show her how cool not only Sacramento is, but California in general, because we're very excited to be here. And, uh, and so I was like, well, on Saturday, we'll go down to, was it Saturday or is it yesterday? It was Saturday. No, we went Saturday. Saturday. We went down to Old Sack. Nikki, jo- uh, Nikki joined us down there. No, I'm lying. We went Sunday. It was Sunday. Yeah, we uh, went Sunday. Yesterday. Yeah. Was it really? It was yesterday. God, brain's fried. <laughs> it was yesterday. Anyway, so we go down there yesterday. A beautiful day. A little chilly, a little windy, but beautiful. Went and ate uh, some food at Joe's Crab Shack. That's where they wanted, the kids wanted to go and eat. And uh, we start walking around because there's all these neat little shops. Of course, she wants to buy sweatshirt after sweatshirt after sweatshirt. <laughs> and we're about to leave, and I get a text from one of our coworkers, Chris. And he says, dude, I saw you're down at Old Sec. He's like, you got to go into uh, Evangeline's. Mm. And he goes, make sure you go upstairs. I'm like, well, what is it? He's like, it's cool, a bunch of costumes. So we go in, and it's a neat little gift shop, right? I'm, I'm probably t- I know I'm telling you things that you already know, but this is the first time I went in there. So we go in there, and it's a neat little gift shop. I didn't see an upstairs. It was no, I, I didn't go with y'all, so I didn't see it at all. Like, there, was a, there was no upstairs. There was a little rave cave, which was kind of neat. And then there was the adjoining to the store next to it, which is like a costume store. They had, like, 
props for swords and neat stuff in that in the store, like a lot of really neat stuff. And as I walk in, uh, I look to my left, and there's a couple women reading like witchcraft books. What? They looked witchy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, like a witchy woman looks. Yes, like I do. Dark hair, pale skin. I do. Yes. Kind of cult-like clothing. I bought a broom for one once. So <laughs> I did. From Salem. Now, is that sexist if you buy a witch a broom now? No, she no, she really enjoyed the broom. I, if it is sexist, she did not feel that way. Uh, she was very uh, happy and excited. She got to put the broom together. It came in pieces. I'm waiting for the cancel culture police to go after witches during <laughs> Halloween and go, oh, so the woman's got to ride a broom. Why don't you just have her ride a vacuum cleaner? And 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 I kind of just backed up a little bit, and I was like, okay, I don't think I'm supposed to be in this section. So I t- like took a, t- a couple steps back. And, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta see more of this. So I look around, and it's like this whole section of witchcraft. Did they I, have I books and stuff. I think I'm right on this. I mean, I, I, I got scared, so I, I, I ran the other way. <laughs> so if somebody can tell me if I'm right on this, or if you're a witch and this is your like go-to place <laughs> to get witchcraft books, it was like how to turn a frog into a Toyota, <laughs> Volume Four, you know. And they were reading these books that looked witchcrafty. Uh huh. And the chanting and the spells. They were no, they weren't chanting, oh. but they were talking in a language I'd never heard before. Russian. What is even like? Which language is just another language? Their eyes were lit up, and it's very weird. They they, 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 hat, they they pointy hats on. Was there a cauldron? Was there a bubbling cauldron anywhere? No, it just it surprised me. You know, I know it's a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, people do the witchcraft stuff. Uh, I've just never been into a store that had books for it. And oh, yeah, there's all sorts of rules. You blow cinnamon out the door of your apartment on the first day of the month, and it's supposed to get bad juju to not come into you. And But let's just, for the record, I'm not making fun of you because I do not want a curse put on me. Oh, right. So this is not making fun of the witches in the Sacramento area. Mm-mm. It's just I'd never seen it before. <laughs> so I got to experience, I'm assuming, real live witches hmm. getting their literature. You said there weren't no no steps, but it says they have three floors in there. No, I didn't see the other two floors. They put a spell on them. <laughs> I'm looking on the website. It says they have three floors. That's what Chris said, too. Offer. He's like, how did you miss it? He said, I didn't know. I walked around the store. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like maybe this is all like fake stuff. They want you to be a part of an experience when you go in there. It's a costume mansion. Mm. Yeah, but the the witch stuff was real because those those women were witches. I'm How telling you, no, those women were witches. They look like witches. Oh they may have had on the costumes from the store. And been- no, 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 they weren't wearing costumes. They had like regular witch clothes, everyday on. witch clothes. <laughs> is that a high waisted jean or is that a low rise jean? A witch clothes? You know what I, you, I mean? Seriously, you yeah, know what but I'm like dresses, about. they're dressed in like they look like witches. I mean, I have an idea. It's like I have a lot of black and some flowing skirt, and it's kind of like, uh, Branch Davidian meets like goth, goth, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah, Branch Davidian meets. I mean, look, I can't wait to go see My Chemical Romance. <laughs> right, that's that's kind of their dress. Yes, I made my own clothes, but it's all in dark blacks and reds. They were not unattractive, by okay. the way. They, I mean, they they didn't have the mole or anything. It wasn't like your Halloween witch. I think they were just witches. Well, the second floor has a gothic chamber, so. Oh, chamber. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. that's maybe that's where they came from. Yeah, maybe they maybe they went up there floor. and changed. Mm-hmm. Came down to read a book, right? And then before they left, they go back up and change back into whatever. 
Absolutely, because they have a place oh. called Storybook <laughs> Land there. Well, I would imagine they read stories. Mm. Like the witches read stories. Maybe they do. Maybe they dress up in different characters and then go read stories in Storybook Land. And that's how they capture the children. Mm-hmm. I want to say, you know, like Sully Erna's Wiccan. I did not know that. Yeah, from Godsmack. He's Wiccan. Uh, but I don't I don't know if he reads which books. And and I wanted to walk over and and pick one up and see what's in there. I didn't like, you. I can't believe you didn't. Because I've seen those movies. What's that show that was on the TV with the uh Naomi woman? Um oh, it was uh, on WB. Yeah. Charm, charm. Yes. I've seen that. There's another one where the girl could change what she looked like and she was having sex with a boyfriend and I forget what that one was. That sounds like true blood. No, this is these are old school witchy oh. stuff. It just kind of freaked me out a little bit. That's all. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know if there was a big witch population in Sacramento, and if I interrupted them. And if you're the lady witches that I interrupted, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> you're very attractive. Well, I didn't say they're very attractive. Oh. I just said they're not unattractive. Well, it's just, we might as well pile it on now, just to. Avoid I'm married, the but if I were single, I uh-huh. don't know if I could date a witch. Mm. Uh, no, thank you. What if she could protect you with her magic? What? Yeah, you could never. I, I will fight. She she will never let you go. (laughs) Forever and ever. I'm out of gas. Don't worry. Hop on my broom. It's pretty cool. All right. You got the fourth round of headlines? I do. I'm going to tell you what prize North Carolina wants to take from kids and how a harmless request for a ride turned deadly. All right. Two big stories from today. It's your fourth and final round of headlines here next. It's the BS on 98 Rock. I for no. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, for the final round of headlines, Nikki D. A bill in North Carolina wants to make little babies cry. 8-7. Well, if you played sports as a kid, you remember getting a trophy at the end of the season, no matter how good you were. Three state senators in North Carolina just introduced a bill that's going to ban participation trophies at youth sporting events. Uh-uh. They're calling the bill Eliminate Participation Trophies Act. And they're saying the reason why they're doing this is because giving all the kids trophies is making them soft. Now, I know a lot of things have been passed in the office and bills, but this to me just seems like a waste of time when there's so many more pressing issues. Little league kids are six, seven years old. You stop getting these things by the time you really enter into real sports in school. So... Let the babies have their trophies. Uh, I don't disagree with them, but I do agree with you that there are more pressing issues. But you have to understand, like, when you're uh, an upcoming politician and you're at the level that whoever these people are at, you have to find, like, something that caters to a certain audience. Like, there are people that are passionate about that. I, I don't agree with the participation trophies. I think I agree. I think it does make you soft. I, if you lose, you lose. You have to learn to lose in order to appreciate a win. That's my that's my philosophy. I don't know if it should be government intervene because of it. No. It's kind of silly. But what has happened is it's gotten to a point where it just gets spir- it spirals out of control. And so, you know, and it's funny because I'm assuming these types of the, the, the politicians that are doing this are the same people that don't want government in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. so, it, like, they're all, both sides are, so the hypocrisy, the, the hypocrisy is sickening. Mm-hmm. It's so, and everybody buys into it, and they get all worked up and whatnot. You know, it's a silly story. 
It is. And can kids even that get the participation trophies? It's not like these. They're they're making it seem like little kids don't know they lost. They know they lost. Nah, I don't know. Yes, I, they do. I, I don't know. I, I disagree. I mean, I've seen how, how it is. And it's like, you know, you won no matter anything. And that like, I, if you're five or six, you're not going to go to the kid and go, yeah. I can't believe you failed. You're horrible. <laughs> you're, you're not going to do that. I no. hope you're not going to do that. But you can't you can't reward them for losing either. Mm-mm. It's just like field day. Y'all didn't have field day when y'all were in elementary school. Yeah, but field day is not sports though. Like, yeah, it's every kind of thing you can possibly do. And guess what? The winners got a number one, second got a number two, third got a number three. But everybody got a ribbon that participated. We knew we didn't win anything. The same. It's the same thing. Same I don't know. I philosophy. Never they a, didn't. I didn't get a ribbon for my field days. Oh, I did. I yeah. did. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm older than you guys. <laughs> yeah. They get. They started ribbons and then they started participation trophies after that. Yeah. Because I didn't get any participation trophies growing up. The very next generation was who got them. Well, I I I, I always said about these uh, marathons or you know whatever these five Ks and <laughs> stuff. Everybody gets something. You get a T-shirt. You get. A, I mean, it's like and your thirteen point one sticker or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of silly. It, winner takes all because you should oh. only care about first place. Only one guy gets <laughs> oh the twenty six point two sticker on the marathon. The, the Olympics <laughs> should change it. There should not be a silver and a bronze. Oh, it should wow. just. It should li- like you are either the best or you're not. <laughs> it's that simple. And it would it would get rid of all this bickering oh. if you got rid. It's it's the Olympics that screw it up with giving the silver and the bronze. <laughs> Let's make an act for the Olympics. Let's put in it's, a, a it's, long. It's place. the give an inch, take a mile thing. It's like, well, if you're going to have two other places the medal, why not have twenty more? But if you just had one, it wouldn't be a problem. You're it, either you're either the best at what you do or you're not. It's very simple. And if you're not, that should just make you work harder to be the best. But you know you're not. Even the person who gets second place knows that means they're not the best. Then they shouldn't get something out of it then. You should walk away with your tail between your legs and you're like, next time do better. We do a top three for everything. We do a top three for music. We do a top three for movies. Why can't we do a top three for sports? It's the same difference. Don't do a top three in the NFL? No, you have a winner take all. How about the basketball, NBA? Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody cares who's in second place. Nobody, nobody oh, remembers. It's fine. Leave the babies. Give them their trophies. No, don't give them their trophies. If you're not first, you're last. That's right. <laughs> it's really. Would Would you go and brag about? Hey, man, I'm a really good athlete. I came in sixth place like all the time. <laughs> Consistency no. is king, man. <laughs> no, you know, I'm a really good athlete. I participated all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you should see the trophy case I have. <laughs> I was the best participator, and I, I and even when I we even when I tried to go pro, I explained to him that I I'm a, I'll be here for you. Yeah, I mean I'm I might not do well and help the team, but I'm here all the time. I'm never never tardy. You get an award for that in high school. Um, perfect attendance. If you go perfect attendance, which is silly, school, you can have the worst grades, but you will get an award and you will get acknowledged for having perfect attendance. You are correct, and that is silly. You're supposed to go to school. You shouldn't be rewarded for something you're supposed to do. <laughs> like you shouldn't be tipped for a job that you're supposed to be doing anyway, which you get paid for. Mm. But we tip people. We speaking French right now. I don't. We. <laughs> We's a lot of people. These you things. tip people. I tip people when they deserve to be tipped, but I don't tip people if I'm cleaning up my own trash and I'm ordering my own food and I'm picking up my own food. 
That's absurd. So you never hit the little tip thing at Starbucks? Yes, it's the one that says no tip. Oh. <laughs> you got to go to the second page for that. You know how to get around the no tip at Starbucks? No. Download their app. It doesn't. Oh, it's not. It doesn't even ask you. for Yeah, it. when you when you use their app, you, they doesn't. It doesn't ask you for it. Good trick. Yeah. I know. That. All right, good. Second one. Who knew robbers were still snatching purses in 2023? H eight. People start screaming and panicking, and this is when things really escalated. Get out of the car! Get out! Get out of the car! That video got 2 million views. This took place in L.A. yesterday. A woman was at the store coming out of the grocery store, and this girl walked up to her and asked her if she could give her a ride. She told her no. So then the girl reaches in the car to try to steal her purse and ends up pulling the lady all the way out of her car. So once the lady gets out the car, then the girl jumps in the lady's car and tries to drive off and just steal the whole car. What happened is you hear all the crashing and the commotion and people yelling because the lady started screaming for help. So some men ran over to help her. But she had one of those clubs on her steering wheel. So the girl couldn't drive the car properly, so she just starts ramming into other cars and rammed up on the sidewalk. She ends up trying to jump out and run, and the guys tackled her, held her down so the police got there. Wow. All over her purse. All over her trying to steal this lady's purse. Wow. It was insane. I, I just couldn't believe that. I didn't even know people were still purse snatching old ladies oh, at yeah. this point. Yeah, run right by them and grab it. That's insane. Should do one of those entrapment things and just put a rattlesnake in there and let them. <laughs> I know. And then watch them. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should set up a sting operation. It's all for the bit, right? Anything for the show. Mm-hmm. Right. Just put a rattlesnake in a purse and just wait for it. Oh, that guy looks like he's about to steal it. <laughs> Clean it out. Dress up like an like an elderly person and hobbling. Have like dollar bills hanging out of the purse. Watch when they open it. And they, ah, dab, dab, dab. Oh my god, that would be so funny. All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns. Yeah, 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate a listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, it's Nikki D. That's me. There's Nelson. Hello. And the Odyssey app. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you have it downloaded and you get the podcast. You can listen live wherever. It's a very user-friendly app. I like the app a lot. Also, our website, thebaileyshow.com. You get the podcast there on social media. At listen to the BS on Instagram and on Facebook. You can follow us, and we post often and a lot, and we do that. Uh, I try to interact with as many people as possible, even those that don't like us for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a couple drinks, uh, was, I think it was Saturday night, and you know it's like the same like five trolley type, type people. They're, they're, I usually don't do anything. I it does because it doesn't bother me. But I was like, oh, this will be fun. The, it's such bad trash talking. Like, right. It's like, not, I, I, I've done this before. Trust me. This is not my first rodeo. And you're not my first troll. You're not doing anything different. And so, but it's so bad. Like, you can't be on the internet and be malicious when you post a picture of, like, a cartoon trash can. Right. It's not tough. Right. And so I thought it was funny. So I responded back, you know, with another trash can. You know, it's like so it's it's like dumpster fire. The show sucks. And I was like, yeah, but even the the trash can they had wasn't a a dumpster. It wasn't even on fire. So it was like even of the trash cans they picked, it was a lame trash. can. I think it was like a like (laughs) eyes. It was like a cartoon. Uh 
Like, like, look at me. I'm a trash can kind of <laughs> Feed thing. Feed me. So it's kind of fun. I, <laughs> I, I did a bit years and years ago when I was starting a new show, and uh, it was called A Hater's Lunch. And we found people that hated each person on the show. <laughs> and we took them out to lunch and tried to understand why. Right, mm-hmm. and it was it was I thought it was a funny bit. I thought it was pretty good. And it, have I told you the story? You told me off the air. I don't know that we've talked about it on the radio. Oh, so no. I, I I I took uh, the person that 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 won that hated me. <laughs> I'm sitting across from him at this restaurant. And we're talking, and it comes to find out that their mother, who had had since passed, was a huge fan of mine from a show previously in a different city, <laughs> and and she would call all the time, and we'd end each phone call. She was an older woman. Like I think her name was Ethel, and we we called her Old Lady Ethel, <laughs> and we'd end each phone call with like goodbye, and we'd be like kisses over there, and this was her son, and he had no idea, <laughs> <laughs> and then he became like the biggest fan, you know, it was pretty funny, so whatever, so keep keep doing what you're doing. I just don't understand where people find the time, and that's not just for radio shows. I mean, it's a stupid radio show for God's sake, right? But. uh uh, like I'm sure it stems from whatever you know the past and all wh- whatever your deal is, but um, I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you you see people that that do this almost for a living. You know they'll go to these news websites, especially you know the climate we're in right mm. now. These news websites and they don't get off of it. They say like I actually enjoy reading some of these, j- not because I like what you're saying, but just wondering where you find the time. Yes, and the anger. How are you so damn mad about that? There, there's so much anger out there. Uh, I have you ever been on the 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 app Next Door? Oh my God! Yes, well, you want to talk Next about <laughs> you want to talk about a gold mine of just the worst society has to offer. It is the neighbor, the nosy neighbor internet version, mm-hmm. and people. It's not about worldly events. It's about your lawn is too long mm-hmm. or your dog is too loud. And they'll run, uh, I mean, they'll write something that goes on for miles about how your grass is too tall and they'll call you out. I mean, where do you people find the time? They like, have nothing else to do. But that's what I'm saying. Don't right. you work? How are you feeding yourself? No. How do you go to the bathroom? <laughs> With their phone in their hand. There's that's literally <laughs> no time to do anything. <laughs> Those fingers. We're gonna take uh, taking the family out to Mexican tonight. Nice. Yeah, we're gonna go get some Mexican, enjoy our Mexican, go back, put some T-shirts away in the house. Nice. Try to get it all uh, all good to go, so I can live there. We're anyway. gonna go eat crabs. Mm-hmm. You just had crabs yesterday. I know, but Nelson wants crabs. I want crabs so bad. You guys are talking about crab. What kind of crabs? I don't know. We're going to itchy crabs. Not those kind. Have you ever had them? No, I have not. No, thankfully. <laughs> I've never. I've dodged all. I've dodged all of that nonsense. Yeah, you're, somehow. You're here. Funny story. Yes, always. My brother, when I was younger, had crabs. No, this the is real the, crabs. Yeah, this is the day like where you know pubes were cool. Uh huh. And so I, he had to get rid of them, and there was this little bottle of like whatever you know, and you put it in the bath water, and it <gasps> would kill the crabs. Crab be gone. So, yeah, crab be gone. <laughs> So I, I was a kid. I mean, literally, I was probably like six years old or seven years old. And I walk in, and he's in the bathtub naked with his ding-ding mm-hmm. and this big furry thing around it. <laughs> and he put this stuff in the bath water, and you could see the crabs. Oh, no. You know, oh, yeah. oh, you said funny story. <laughs> and they're jumping like, oh, my God, you be out of here. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's got the crappy guy. <laughs> like those Mucinex commercials. With oh, the mu- yes, mu- with the booger. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. no, not Mucinex. I'll never forget that. I don't. I, I haven't <laughs> talked to. Neither will I. <laughs> I haven't talked to him in years, and I've never told him this. But ever since then, I mean, it's been like forty some years, I guess. Every time I looked at him, I wouldn't see him with pants on. No, I would see him with a furry man bush and crabs jumping Just off in the water. Crabs save themselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that being said, leaving you with that, Nikki D, do you got anything before we get out? No crabs for me. I changed my mind. <laughs> okay. Nelson, enjoy your crabs? Oh, I'm having crabs, baby. No matter what. No matter what. <laughs> All right. Look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your evening. Thanks for uh, your time today. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. Yeah, bye.